This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Also, occasionally, we will hype up a book that's coming out the following, or this week, with a creator that comes on and uh, and chats about it. Yay. So far, we've had uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yep. Uh, Tom King. Yes. And uh, we've got a third. We've got a third <gasps> guest. Is it me? It is not. Oh. You're 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 not a guest. You're a regular. I don't create. You're a thing, host. Anyway. Host. Not uh, not anything that anybody sees, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll be joined by him in a little while. But for now, let's talk about some Spoilers. comics. Yes, no. that's right. That well, no, that's good. We don't want to spoil it. We wanted you to know. We do want it spoiled. It's not really spoiling if they should know about it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so obviously, welcome. Uh, if you have uh, gotten this notification, you are subscribed to Comic Pop Returns, the second channel in the Comic Pop Empire. And it means you're super cool. It means you are completely cool, as cool and if not more so than the people who are also subscribed to Comic Pop at youtube.com slash comic pop. Make sure you subscribe to both channels to get all the uh, all the goods and hopefully we'll, uh, you know, we'll march our way. We're right now, uh, we're at 10K here at Comic Pop Returns. We're at 95K over Comic Pop, 5K away from 100K. A lot of Ks going on. Hopefully, we're all going to we're going to keep them either be below three or hour or more than three. Otherwise, it gets dicey. But we're going to show we're jumping in some super chats, of course, because this show is sponsored by viewers like you out there who are helping us out, subscribing to the channel and uh, leaving super chats to uh, help add to the infrastructure like Danny Ali, who has an adorable super sticker. Thank you very much, Danny, for your support. Uh, Brian Rollins, who says heroes are born and return are perfect for WandaVision fans who are so sure that Mephisto was behind everything. <laughs> Comic pop is the best really weird decision. I don't know what the hell the Mephisto thing is all about, but it only gets, you only get more Mephisto when it comes to Jason Aaron's run on Avengers. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I want it to be as far away from me as possible, but hopefully we'll see if it all coalesces. Cause like I said last week, I was like, Oh, you know, heroes were born. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of getting what they're, what they're playing at. Yeah. And heroes return came out. I'm going to review that in a little bit. Good. Uh, and it kind of wraps up. It's funny. The, it's the, over. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant strategy. It's all around. Awesome. Great ideas. Uh, super cliff says sending love from Boston, uh, Boston. Thank you from Beantown. Uh, hope all is well. Are you excited and intrigued with Jed McKay's upcoming Moon Knight run? Keep up the great work. I am. Uh, I, I don't have any opinion one way or the other. I don't really know McKay's work too well. Uh, I do know. I've heard rumors that it's going to be like funny. I don't know. I have no interest in like a Moon Knight that is not like, I don't know. A Moon Knight who pairs up with Howard the Duck. Oh, you know, our, our special guest might be uh, all about that kind of team. I know. Uh, Robert A <laughs> I was thinking recently that if Wonder Woman is now the first superhero how does that age characters like Steve Trevor do you think that'll be ignored uh, no I don't think it'll be ignored I, I know it will be ignored DC does not care at all about that they are not interested in making it make sense they just want to get their money oh my god we are all <laughs> okay so as a, as a setup for this when I invited our special esteemed guest onto this show I uh, he, he, he asked me if uh, well, you didn't ask me. He said, uh, "Well, I hope you're prepared for me to be shirtless." And I jokingly replied, "Well, you read my mind," because I assumed that he was joking, but uh, he's not. 
So let's get let's get let's get this right I didn't off. I realized the... that was the dress code today. Ah, well, I feel like I overdressed. Now. I, you know, I, I I know we both are. So here we go. Let me let me welcome I, our esteemed guest. Do that while I figure these out. Yes, uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Chip Zdarsky. Chip, how are you, man? I'm fucking hot. So <laughs> fucking hot. Yes, I think it's about 95 here in Jersey. How about you? It's like uh, I don't know Fahrenheit. I don't understand. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. It's like, I don't know. It's like closing in on 40 Celsius Whoa. here, which is like 100. Yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> No, it's awful. Well, I see that you're dressed for the occasion. Hmm. Uh... So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, basically, we wanted to talk really quick about the fact that this week on Wednesday, uh, the latest episode or issue of Daredevil's coming out. Uh... So what? Well, it's pretty dope. I mean, I know it's so hot. How can we possibly be talking about comics right now? The uh, 31st issue. I don't know. If you read 30 of them, you'll you get it. That's the thing. Yeah. You get it. It's fine. It's all yeah. right. It's good. I don't know. Daredevil beats up bad guys. Um, Woo! Uh, Electra beats up bad guys. Um, all right. <sighs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> well, I, I, for one, am hyped. Uh, the, there's a gorgeous cover by uh, Chichetto. Uh, the interior is done by Mike Hawthorne, who is a. I understand he's, uh, he's, he's leaving the book. He's is leaving this his me. last one? He's leaving me. Um, no, we're sending an, an issue off to the printer today, issue 32. Uh, and that, that's his final one. So I think he's probably hidden a bunch of swear words in it. Nice. So, awesome. Um, so for collectors, issue 32, you're going to want to grab that because they'll Definitely. probably get pulped because of all the horrible things he has to say about me. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably something I did. That's Natural. my assumption. Well, maybe he hit, maybe he, uh, he Batman damned it, hit a couple of dicks in there. You never know. Possibly, yeah. 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 But I mean, I, it's probably all the photos I sent him of me like this. Yes, you know, all this. <laughs> it's looking good. Well, thank you. So you you you're thank an Adonis, you. my friend. Thank you so much yeah. for. Uh... It's all. It's the full package too. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It is hot. Yeah. It's too hot. Yeah. Um, I'll, it's also, as hot as the show. Literally, uh, I should also point out this week. Uh, legally, I have to point out that crossover issue number seven. And from Image Comics is coming out. Why is that so special? And why is our esteemed guest uh, such? Because a, uh, a I, I have point? written, I have written it. Oh. I wrote it. I'm the writer of it. Yes. Even though it's uh, Mr. Donny Kate's book, mm -hmm. um, I somehow am writing it. Nice. With with art by uh, uh, Phil Hester and, and Andy Parks, and it's yes, it's easily beautiful. beautiful. And uh, and and your your beautiful visage is emblazoned across the book because uh, I understand the you might be a focal point, not it's just a very, writer, not just cover star within the universe of uh, of crossover. Um, uh, comic book creators have either been turning up dead or missing, and uh, Chip Zdarsky is missing. Oh, and the no. only person who can find Chip Zdarsky is Chip Zdarsky. So it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's really meta. It, it, oh, it's very meta. It's like. It's like sickeningly meta. People either love it or they'll hate it. I have no idea. I don't. I don't care. No, you've. It's already done. You've written it. You've drawn. You, you've, you've, yeah. You've, you're appearing it. It's over. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's a wild one. I think people should check it out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, What's new with you? Not much, man. You know, you're looking at it, making the show, <laughs> keeping keeping it real, real nice. hot, nice, looking good. 
Tiffany, how about you? Any questions for I, for Chip? I, I I got nothing. I'm I'm just I'm enamored with this this whole conversation. This all is, of this it is going I'm, really well. I'm yeah? I'm, okay. I'm more I'm just watching the show at this point. I'm <laughs> okay, just, yeah, I'm sure. Just, just a fan right now. Yeah, yeah I'm an open book. Well, uh, when's the when's the Zazarski OnlyFans starting? <laughs> it's just me hopping on various podcasts. Yeah, I think it's right now. I think yeah. we got it. This is a yeah. good preview. Uh, technically, mine is called Only Fan. Ah, uh, I probably only have one of them. Well, <laughs> after this, maybe. <laughs> Thank you so That's much. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. No, but I'm hyped, man. I've been, you, you know, you mentioned buy all 30 issues of Daredevil, then you'll get, you'll get caught up with the, with the next issue. I, that's yeah. how we sell this book is literally just going like, listen, there's only 30 issues. Like that's, that's, that's yet. It, and yet it's like dog years because, you know, how many Marvel series get 30 plus issues before they get rebooted to a number one. That is true. And, and yet it's only 30 issues. So it's easy to jump in and then, and they get yeah. all caught up. This is actually a pretty easy one to jump in on, too. It's the first part of an arc called Lockdown. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. No, no. But, it, uh, it comes up in two days, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, it goes. It gets pretty wild. Awesome. There's a, there's, a, there's a first appearance of a character in this. Oh, no. So, um, so all you speculators out there. You better, you better gobble it up. Yeah, you better, all you speculators, you better waltz into your store and be like, oh, yes, of course I'm a... A reader of Daredevil, and I would love <laughs> ten copies because I I have them for all my friends. Yes, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's hope because hey, listen, whether that what you know that only hurts the regular readers of the book, but also it only hurts regular readers. And yeah. who cares about them? They'll they'll I get it. They'll get it. it. Cons are opening back up. They can go into the long boxes. They can pick it up. They'll find another copy. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> those bastards but yeah so uh god I, I guess we can we can hype up uh the spider shadow it's coming towards its inevitable conclusion mm -hmm. uh, I think we're about two up, issues yeah. away from, yeah from yeah, wrap yeah. Up. They, they gave me an extra issue which was nice yes i started to write the final issue I'm like oh there's too much mm -hmm. there's too much for this and they kindly extended it by an issue let me ask you a question about that because yeah. I've because this has happened before. I've seen it so many times, especially with limited series, where you'll see you know one of four, and then suddenly there's like five or six more issues attached to it, and they just yeah. pretend like we didn't notice or can't read. And my question is, when you find that you've gotten to the last issue and you need to split it up into two issues, do 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 publishers have a preference between like, well, we'll make it double sized and charge more, or do we split it up and just make two issues? I mean, my my first suggestion was I, I basically said like like with an extra 10 pages, I could really make this work. Yeah. Um, can we go up to 30 pages and they kind of crunch the numbers and they're like, well, um, in order to be able to like justify the cost of it based on where the numbers are, like uh, we need a whole new issue. Like there's a whole okay. bunch of like economics that kind of go into it. Right. Right. Uh, which was good because I actually had some more things I had to wrap up. And so the extra 20 pages was much more helpful than extra 10. Nice. It was really just bad planning on my part. Like I, I planned out the series, and then the last <laughs> issue, I'm just like, okay, and this happens, this happens, this happens, great. But then when I start to write, I'm like, oh, it's all action. Like I kind of need the emotional beats, and I, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you don't want to shortchange them on the action because you know you, you don't want you can't cram it all into like a like a twelve panel page or something. Yeah, and yeah. Also, at that point, I'm I'm used to writing for Pascal, so I know what he wants to draw what he's good at drawing the number of panels he's good with so yep. um, that, that kind of changes the way you approach the script by the end because it's like going on a blind date like i had no idea no like i i, I knew him by reputation um 
he's an amazing artist, but you don't know the particulars of an artist until you're actually writing for them. True. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it worked out well. Um, yeah, people get a, a, an extra issue out of it. Woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to ask about the, uh, the the Spider Shadow kind of like leading into the What If being a new imprint. And also, mm-hmm. uh, I remember you saying the last time you were on one of our shows, you said, uh, you know, you wanted to kind of go, well, let's let's launch. Let you, let's help launch uh, What If again and get new people on, mm-hmm. on the book. And then they immediately announced that you're doing another What If book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that won't be for a while. OK. I haven't started writing that one. All right, but it, um, but they, it is it's just it's just kind of in the hopper. It's not necessarily a thing that's like oh, well, well the next one will be the Chip Zdarsky. What if they have other books in progress right now? That's exciting. Um, but I know like the higher ups of Marvel were like, oh, we want you to do the second What If that comes out. I'm like, well, I don't want it to be like the Chip Zdarsky uh, series, right? Like, right, exactly. Nobody wants that. <laughs> um, so I kind of I kind of want a bit of breathing space with other creators, kind of filling in the gap there. Sure. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, they, they keep me on the loop on it. Like I'm, you know, I'm not like the editor of the book, but I'm kind of like unofficially helping shepherd it. So, um, so I, I get to see the pitches as they come in and so far they've been amazing. So I'm excited to read them as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been interesting. The S this kind of like new era for at least Marvel, you know, I, I like to call it, we, we, we colloquially call it the Hickman era where, you know, Hickman had this idea. Uh, he's not an editor, but he is kind of shepherding the line. We saw with uh, the announcement with Spider-Man, uh, there's going to be uh, four or five creative uh, mm-hmm. people working on it. Yeah. And while I think Nick Lowe is still editing that book, uh, it's going to be shepherded by like one kind of head and kind of directing it in one direction. Uh, is that kind of like a, I don't know, are you seeing a changing in the winds where it's like, well, we, we think it's good to have like one person kind of steer the ship. And if they can, if it's a bigger enough story, they disseminate it to other creators. And then we just kind of, we, we kind of meet back at the end. And, well, I mean, and coalesce it, it, it all together. Yeah. It depends on the, uh, depends on the situation, depends on the creators, like, like yeah. certain titles it works for like X-Men, obviously so big. all the mutant titles that tie into it. Um, you look over at DC, Batman is kind of the same thing. Like James, exactly is the head of it. And, you know, he's got the Gotham Bible that, you know, people are, are checking into as they write their series. Yeah. Um, uh, Spider-Man, you know, I mean, over the years, obviously like I did spectacular Spider-Man and the past have been like web of Spider-Man and all the various kind of spinoffs. Um, those feel a bit more sporadic. So there's not really a, a head of spider. Right. Like Nick Spencer would be that currently. And then going forward, I, I don't know which of the writers is technically the head. Yeah, of the ongoing stuff, um, it's even designated that way. Right. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of look at the upcoming Spider-Man thing as more like um, uh, fifty-two, oh. number fifty-two. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. The best writers and like, all right, go for it. Right. We're Tell this one story. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I've, I've pitched Marvel the idea before of like, because there's there's certain certain types of books that it works for, like. If you were to do a Defenders book with the kind of the original Defenders, like you could have individual series for all those characters and have like a Defenders main book yeah. and have that tie together. Um, if you do a street level thing, you could do the same thing too. Like someone does a Luke Cage and Jessica book or yeah. a Iron Fist book um, or Daredevil. So there's there's possibility, but like a lot of it's just bandwidth. I don't I don't know too many creators who are frankly smart enough. Um, <laughs> 
personable enough because at that point you're kind of you're managing a team of people and a lot of writers are just bad at that right um yeah yeah there 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 are a lot of boxes that have to be checked for it to work well like hickman's like a great example yeah uh of a, of a guy who can make it work because he's super smart organized um with all those goddamn charts oh, God. and yeah. um and, and I think the people working with him look up to him. Right. Like he, he has their back and, uh, and um, gives them the, the input that they need, um, but doesn't step on any toes. Mm-hmm. And uh, all he wants is the best work from everybody. Like he's the ideal candidate for that. Like if I was put in charge, like I would just, frankly, I'd fuck it up. completely. <laughs> Well, I, like, hope, um, because, I don't know. You write about this. I don't know. Yeah, that comes before this. I don't know. Like, right, right. No idea. I can't <laughs> put a shirt on. I can't even put a shirt on. Well, there you so, have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to? Is, is there anything that you uh, that you want to you want plug besides Daredevil and Crossover, which are exciting in their own right, but they're coming out on Wednesday, so you should definitely check them out if you haven't already pre-ordered them, which you absolutely should because pre-ordering is you know the way you save your books. I'm a, I'm a real live for today kind of guy. I know. Um, because I can't remember anything after the week coming up. Sure. So, so I'm sure I have books coming out. Yeah. Urban Legends, for example, is a book that's, that's eventually going to come out and you're writing <laughs> it. It's going to come out. Yeah. Justice League, that's coming out. Sure. Yeah, that's right. The um, uh, the Elseworlds type book, uh, Last yeah. Ride. Yeah. I tried, to, I tried to get that under the what if line, but apparently I couldn't do that. It's weird. Weird. It's weird <laughs> when other publishers won't. <laughs> they don't play ball. It's, it's strange. I know, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I got a bunch of stuff coming up. I got thirteen things on my plate. Oh my god! <gasps> is that a real number, or is that just a just a number you picked out? Of, out of, no, it's actually thirteen. Oh I god. added it up the other day. That's great. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of like creator owned that, like, I'm ahead on. Like, we've got like five issues in the can, but we haven't announced yet. And mm. uh, creator owned beyond that as well, and uh, a couple of big Marvel things, and another big DC thing, which is nice. That's great. So yeah, there's a lot going on. I just don't want to do any of it because I'm tired. <laughs> well, hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's, it's too hot for work. This is we just take a page out of the cat's playbook. Yes, it's too hot. You just gotta go too lay hot. in the shade. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. The cat has stopped work for the day. Yeah, they're <laughs> good. The cat is very productive. They're oh, yeah. always very productive. There's mm-hmm. a different level. Right. Like, yeah. There's like lazy cat, and then there's like it's too hot. Now we're done. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That's completely me. Completely melted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Chip, thanks so much for popping in. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, My pleasure. I'm very excited to see what uh, what else is coming from you. Maybe uh, not in the shirtless variety, but I'm still down. You know, it was great no, we'll to take have it. you. We'll take it all around. It's yeah, fine. we'll take it. It's fine. You should you should put that. <laughs> you should put a picture of this in the back of your books, like yes, like in the letters section, like mm-hmm. it's your biopic, right? James Kachalka did that in one of his books. Do you know the artist James Kachalka? Indie mm-hmm. artist did American Elf. Oh. No, super funny guy, and his like bio photo is just like him naked on his bed, just like turned away. So it's just his butt, his beautiful little butt. Yeah, it's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> there you go. I think I've seen you make publicity photos like that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, thanks for coming back, man. I appreciate it, and hopefully, we'll have you on for uh, for a good while longer. We'll do it again. Yeah, yeah, I'm always available. Sadly. <laughs> That's not true. You have thirteen friggin' things coming out. You're you're you're. Yeah, I don't want to do any of them. So no, it worked out well. So I'll just come on podcast and just yeah, <laughs> speculate exactly. endlessly. That's, that's yeah. technically work. This is work. 
You work today. You're good. Yeah. You're done. My accountant says it's work. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. You just tell Marvel, DC, and anyone else that we said it's okay. You're done yeah. for the day. There you go. And I will be sending you an invoice. Anyway, and the check's in the mail. So long, man. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And there you have it, Chip Zdarsky, ladies and gentlemen, Daredevil number thirty-one and crossover uh, coming out to uh, on Wednesday. So pick those up if you are of a mind to check out. Uh, and by the way, despite his endlessly hilarious uh, attitude, uh, Daredevil deeply serious, uh, incredibly fun uh, crossover. Probably going to be a little bit more ridiculous uh, given the uh, the guest writer status I'm of pretty, that title. I'm pretty sure that Donny Cates, Tom Sawyer'd him. Yes. Oh, Huck finned him. Yeah, Huck finned him. Fine. Well, I think, I, think, I think Tom. I think Tom does that one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. You know, he's like, look at how fun this is. Yeah, this is so this fun book. working on this this book. You should. Oh, you. Oh, you should you, be the focal point of it. I bet you wish you could have this much fun. Right. But you can't. But you cannot. You know he's what? like, screw you. I am gonna do it. I am gonna oh, have fun. Oh, okay. I am gonna write crossover. Go ahead. I was useless in that conversation. I'm so sorry. I literally couldn't get over the conversation itself. The whole scenario. I loved all of it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I just enjoyed watching it. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for watching the show. Yeah. 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 I didn't even like we mentioned Silver Coin, but I was, I was like, gonna bring it up. And... It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but how could you when you have like such striking raw sexuality emblazoned across the screen? Was... You're welcome, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. No, it was it was, you know, I'm um I'm, I'm, we're all done with the show, right? Yeah, show's I've over. Got, I've got I've got no more brain power. No, right? Uh yeah, an infinite frontier came out. Who cares? Listen, he said it's too hot to work. I, I agree. Yeah, it's not actually I think I said that. I think you did. Uh, you know, I did mention <laughs> I did mention Hero's Return, uh, so I guess we'll talk about it for a minute. Oh, is so we're going to start? Yeah, why not? It's a big one, but nobody cares. You know what I mean? No one's arguing with All me. All right. Uh, it's, of course, written by Jason Aaron with art by Ed McGinnis and uh, Mark Morales. I believe he's doing colors. And Cap has a beard. Well, yeah, because he's, a, he's in another like reality or something. I don't so, know. oh, it's like a mirror mirror. Yeah, but he's that's not right. Evil. That's right. That's is right. Is he evil? No, he's not. He's not Stevel. Uh, it's just Cap. But yeah, Heroes Return is the final issue of the Heroes Reborn arc. I gotta tell you, this cover, it's like fun and classic-y looking. However, Thor just looks like he was like, huh? Yeah, well, he basically is like that in this what? book. What? Yeah. Well, because the idea here is, of course, you know, you spent seven issues of Heroes Reborn reestablishing the Squadron Supreme and the concept of like, here, here's the DC Justice League in the Marvel Universe. Here's what each of them is up to. Here's a little glimpse into, you know, what the what the new continuity is with Coulson, of course, being uh, the puppeteer, being puppeted by Mephisto, uh, and and so each issue is just like a, a snapshot of each each member of the squadron, and then there's a backup that shows you actual story about how Blade is the only one who remembers he's been House of M'd. And so he goes into the ice. He picks up Captain America, who had a beard for some reason, even though there's no way, uh, because he doesn't when he's thought out of the ice in the original he's book. Just such a man, right? Right. Yeah. He's, this version of him is more of a man. He's got a Tom King style beard. He grew it within a few hours. Oh, there you have it. Yeah. yeah good call. Nice reference. Thank you. Um, but also, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know. Oh, so Blade like gets the band back together, so to speak, and he Wolverines them from House of M. And uh, oh, wait, and, it wasn't just Wolverine, there was also that chick, yes, Layla Miller. Yeah. Uh, this is the I will compliment Aaron on this. Uh, he absolutely does not just have a Deus Ex Machina character show up, he just bypasses that and has Blade just remember. Okay. How about just like Wolverine does, like Wolverine remembers, but Layla Miller also because like Wolverine can't like touch them and make them remember. 
uh, which I don't see why not. I mean, just do that. But like, in any case, Layla Wolverine Miller is, many powers. yeah, Wolverine has many powers when it comes to another reality. But yeah, so mm. anyway, and then they fight and they win, and Colson is like, no, and Mephisto's like, ha 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 ha. Even though I lose, I win because like, even though I would never do anything like this, I'm absolutely doing something like this. So that's that. Okay. Um, you know, the issue okay. is fine. <laughs> the art's okay. Uh, it's, it's Ed McGinnis, so it's like if you if you love him. You, you love him, and if you don't, you know, you're not going to start now. Um, I should say that, like, you know, the art is fun. Like, you know, it looks cool. You see Hyperion fighting Thor, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool looking. You know? Yeah. Okay. And you get more scenes like that. Cap defeats Coulson in a ridiculously, like, simplistic there's just, way. There's a lot of similar colored arms and yeah. things connecting to one another. Well, and I'll, too, be, I'll be honest, there is just two big beefy two men, beefy men with, with sleeveless shirts. Grappling one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, overall, you know, was this was this even an event? I mean, I don't even know, but it ends in a ridiculous way that sets up more Aaron stuff. And Aaron, of course, has been paying off his own stuff for the last like decade or, or, or more. You know, like things that he put in Astonishing Spider-Man Wolverine are being paid off today uh, and, and so forth. So, you know, here it is. I, I think that like the branding and the execution of this series was like, a like, I, I think it was an endeavor you know like the, it was in it was inventive you know yeah but ultimately a huge dud it was like a really weird kind of confusing way to release this series and ultimately i think know, it's just part of it too is like they took a title from marvel's past that intrinsically has a lot of opinions attached and history to it, yeah and a history to it and they attached it to this right this thing that doesn't really mean anything yeah mm, yes yeah yes. Like if somebody says this isn't an event, it's a story arc. Story arcs happen within the pages of their own book. This is a book that was created specifically for this story. Yeah. Hence event. Yeah. So no, it's not a story arc. No. Uh, it is is it, it is an event. Mm -hmm. And it absolutely, by the way, it isn't an event in terms of like... It, it's, did it also have tie-ins? Yes, it did. It yeah. had tie-ins. It had its own, its own universe and mm -hmm. its own setup of characters and, and, and world building. It's pretty weak. Yeah. Was pretty weak but like that's the kind of stuff i expect from an event from the guy who's been like wrecking avengers for the last few couple years i know it hurts me because we all know i really like to start to stranger on i love aaron's I work overall it. i still do it conan's like, I like great as you conan. know yeah and i'm like i'm afraid when he goes back to it now yeah well, thankfully, it'll be in its own continuity. He'll be. No, I'm afraid that he's going to like that his style or... has changed or like his like experience with writing Avengers will have tainted his creativity. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. know. Mm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank you. But uh, I'm putting it down. Yes, me too. And I will continue to put down uh, his <laughs> Avengers run until he stops writing it. Uh, I should also mention Robin number three from Joshua this. Williamson and Gleb Mielkov. You read this too. Melnikov? Melnikov. It's fun. Yeah. You know, it's like we we It's uh, cute. Yeah. And like there's like a couple like there's like a little like wink and a nod to like him losing his bestie. Yes. Yeah, that made me kind of sad actually. Yes. Because, you know, uh uh Ravage I can't remember her name. Right? Yeah. Slade's daughter is mm -hmm. like you need to make a friend. And he's like, any friend that I've ever That's made. That's my challenge to you. Make yeah, a friend. Exactly. 
Uh, and he's like, any friend that I've ever made has either left me or aged out. Yeah, or grew up too fast. Grew up too fast. And I was and like, I'm like, oh, that one hurt. Rose, thank you. That one definitely hurt. Yeah, uh, a lot of it. This this issue felt a lot like the last issue, Ravager, uh, where there's a lot of exposition. Yeah. Uh, and of course, like the setup of the last page reveal from issue two was Robin's going to go to a party. Nah, not really. Or maybe he did, but no. it just read so fast that it's like, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, he did. I actually really liked the party because like he comes in. Nobody wants him there because he's a killjoy because he's Robin. He's Damien. He can't help himself. Yep. And then he like endears himself to them by doing a trick with knives. Yep. And then immediately, immediately everyone starts talking about Batman instead. Yep. He's overshadowed by his father immediately. and he immediately like loses his interest in this. And he leaves. Also, it's funny because when he does get their attention, he's like making friends with like the wrong kind of friends. You know, they're like they're bad eggs at the party. It's like oh, you pick you hooked I up mean, with the worst. They're people. all bad eggs. At yeah. The party. yeah. I mean, you, you can't help but find a bad egg. there. Exactly. Um, But I really I, I liked that. I liked the dad thing coming up because it's like he's. He's Damian Wayne, like you know, he's but like he yes, yes, he's he's Bruce Wayne's son, right? But like he's also a bunch of other things, and like he doesn't really need that moniker. No, and yet that hurts him. Yes, that like they don't pay attention to him. It's not because he's a, yeah, like, they're they're only son. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at the end of the day, I mean, you're not your dad, right? Yeah, you're you, right? But Which you know, why unless your Alfred dad is stuff, Batman, right? But I think that's why the Alfred stuff bothers him so Absolutely. much because it's like Alfred accepts him for who he is and loves him for who he is. Yeah, but that bothers him because, you know, he doesn't he, like it. Let anybody now get it's close. gone, too. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't like that either. Yeah. None of it's good. Yeah. Um, I, I also like the, like, like sort of friendship that begins to... Blossom? Form, yeah, to form here before, obviously, it can't happen. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Um. But I like that. I like yeah. the commiserating. And I, I oh, him and Connor Hawk. Yeah. But yes. And like, I love that image of like, you know, Green Arrow and, and Batman. Batman together. Because, you know, a lot of parallels can be drawn between those two characters. Absolutely. Um, and yet seemingly they have very different personalities. Mm -hmm. uh, but according to these two, they both suck as dads. Yes. And have their fetishes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some folk like fishnets. Others like leather and whips. Yeah. It's true. No um, argument there. Yeah. So... Ultimately, I think that's a good issue. Yeah, there's a reveal. There is a big reveal. There's I don't, big... you know, I don't want to spoil it. No, because we're not going to. Do, I don't think this book is full of reveals. So, no. you know, I think it's going to be more about right the story and the journey that that Damien goes on. Yeah, there's just like one one page like reveal where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I was a little disappointed about it, honestly. Really? Yeah. Okay. Not that I I don't like this character, didn't want to see them, nor did I not expect them to show up. But more, I was like, oh, okay. It could have been anybody, and it ended up being this character that I didn't expect, but should have, and yeah. it's fine. You know, it was cool. It didn't have the <gasps> moment. It was just more like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh. That's what this book is. I, I think that's it's one of those things where it's like, if you have the disposable income, you should read out Robin because it's just a fun little palate cleanser yeah. between like big, ridiculous things you're reading, but ultimately, there's no moment where you're like, oh, it's no. just more like, oh, It's yeah. funny. There's like two like, like former Batman sidekick books coming out right yes. now that are both fun but in different ways that's true yeah you know nightwing is doing its own thing right now it's told in a very specific way mm -hmm. with very different art yeah um but fun Completely right. fun agreed uh flywheel shyster says yowza to the yowza which i believe was a reference in here earlier uh probably thank you. probably uh, to our friendship no doubt yes 
for, sure. uh, for for his appearance raj patel Maybe i like assuming friendship yeah i didn't say anything to him i just chuckled <laughs> i just laughed like an idiot no that's that's uh you know that's that's what you do in the presence of madness uh raj patel i like how infinite frontiers treating an event like an investigation not many books talk about people dealing with the ever-changing universe by the way the doom steve convo was great in sword agreed we'll talk about sword later uh but uh yes uh but yeah i, I also Really loved uh, the setup and execution of Infinite Frontier. Williamson's doing a great job. We talked about it, actually. I don't remember if he was even on or off mic, but you should check out the episode where Josh came by. We plugged Infinite Frontier long before this issue came out. And uh, so I, I, a lot of these moments were very familiar because I think he told me about them. And I don't remember if it was on or off mic. And so I didn't want to like spoil it. So I never talked about it out loud. But I was like, oh, that's that moment. And it's basically 52 not to steal from chip but like it is basically like it's 52 where there's a mystery and they're dealing it's like identity crisis meets 52 but you know in the context of a world where everyone remembers and you're not dealing with like a post-crisis or a new 52 this is like an everything it's mm -hmm. just the dc universe now mm -hmm. um and that's really cool and we'll talk about that more later uh ron katerasano says any thoughts on guardians of the galaxy 15 and how it connects to sword no i stopped reading that book uh but you know that's cool i'm glad that they're linking them if it didn't have a Hellfire sticker on it, I didn't, right, I didn't read it. Yeah. It's not even a sticker. In my head, it's a sticker. They should make a patch or something. Right? I'd like a patch. Z Swimmer, uh, using the space to say, yes, I caught you guys for a second live and Zadarsky's on. Any opinion on new for, on Infinite Frontier Secret Files if you read it? I haven't read Secret Files yet. I don't like reading tie-ins. I really just kind of wanted to read Infinite Frontier. Uh, especially I wanted to read books that are written specifically by Williamson because like, I like to read the books about the main thing by mm -hmm. the person who's executing the main thing. Uh, but I understand he was a consultant on it and you know so okay i'll, I'll check it out at some point uh, silver cricket says it's established that there's only one mephisto in the multiverse i wonder if mephisto divided himself up because he was lonely and it got out of hand no uh they're really they're, they're just going to reestablish that there is multiple mephistos per, per universe because that's that, that because aaron doesn't give a shit maybe it's a decoy oh a decoy and then that decoy made, made a decoy, decoy. yeah maybe Mephisto is a big Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Memento Mori peak physical performance right here. Referring, right. referring to Zadarsky. Yes. yes. Uh, B Black, I feel you, Chip. My wife's dealing with 43 degrees, which is 105 in British Columbia till the border opens. I'm sure it'll rain oh. soon. But then you have to deal with the humidity. Agreed. Yes. It's already pretty hot in here. And, and we just had the air blast. I had the air blasting in the studio at about 65 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and uh, it was very nice, and I had to turn it off because otherwise it gets in the way. Yeah, that's life. why I'm not. I like usually you see me with a, a t-shirt on of some sort today. I was no, like, sleeveless. No, the, the, the least amount of clothing I can put on my arms is what I'm wearing today. Yes, and apparently, as Chips set up a new standard, apparently I could go topless. Yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, again, I, I I overdressed. This is I true. had a hat on. You had a hat on and everything. Tubes the one. Chip, how have you not been sued over crossover? Because he wrote the damn thing. He's working on it. Trust me. <laughs> denial hero's return is another wet fart in aaron's run no question there yeah no honestly donny cage should shoot should sue chip zadarsky mm. for having a likeness similar to a character he has in a book that's true a character named chip zadarsky yeah but that's the that's a fictitious character i know it's not a real guy no but obviously chip took on that persona oh. and lifestyle and look mm. yeah you sue for likeness rights yeah uh, Kane's world for the inevitable dem demonetization of this video thank you very much kane <laughs> yes yeah when he when he when he got like the leg up i'm like oh YouTube's like, aha! Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. We're, this is still Get a new channel, relatively. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Alan Osborne, Sal and Tiffany, good to finally catch you guys live today. Also, Tiffany, your hat game is on point. Thank you. No Thank question you. about that. Tiffany's hat game is always on point. I got you a new hat. It is on the way. 
Hopefully it'll be here soon. Is it like this? No, no, oh. it's a baseball cap. Oh. Uh, Yay. But it is themed specifically to a YouTube channel that we watch a lot. Uh, <gasps> B Black, the scene with Hyperion looking for Peter was actually kind of sad to me. I like how Blur wanted to go back after going through hell and Nighthawk liking it. Also liked the vibranium weakness. Agreed. I liked it all. Uh, honestly, Hero's Return was a nice kind of like satisfying conclusion. It's just kind of like, but who cares? I, I think I guessed and I don't think I should have. No? I think I thought it was one thing. I, oh. Now I think it's something else and that's funny. Yes, it is funny. <laughs> it's a channel we all watch together. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought you were, I thought it was something else. What channel do you I think it was? I watch a lot that you oh. watch with me sometimes. Oh, is it, is it, Ooh. is it Druffy? Yeah. No. No, that's why I still like, hats? I don't know. That's why I gasped. And then I realized I was like, wait, no, this is actually funny. I know what this is. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, no, it is I'm not. still excited. It is it is I'm jazzed. Yeah, you can wear it while while going in the mines. I'm super jazzed. Yeah, me too. Oh, okay. Um and, okay. and B Black, do you think the ending to New Mutants will have ramifications on the clone resurrection restrictions? Tiffany, what do you think? Um Did you read it? Did New Mutants come out? I don't know. I didn't buy it. No, it did not come out. Yeah. Are you talking about the last one or like the like, impending one? Oh, you mean with um, yes, he's talking about oh with the, uh, the, with Gabby? Gabby. Yeah, I'm like we talked about it in the last you episode. Like, just at me. I was like, well, I was like, did is there another I thing? Because like, oh we literally talked that? about Gabby in the last episode. But uh, but you know, check uh, that out. We talk all about it. I don't want to get into it again. But like, no, no, do you no, have no. Any final thoughts? About yeah, Gabby? I mean, I I I do wonder because obviously we're going in. We're we're coming up to an event named inferno um in the past inferno had to do with madeline or madeline Pryor was a part of inferno obviously yes. and is someone who's not on the resurrection list because she's a clone yeah. and if gabby is dead and is revealed that she is and she is resurrected that's gonna cause a shit storm agreed so yeah yeah <laughs> by the way those drafty people should come on our show oh my god i don't even know what the show would be i've I don't been meaning care. to They're reach out to so them so funny I, so I will i seriously i will contact they are them. like some of the most incredibly creative people they are so just, so creative so funny i watched an old video of theirs today that just got um recommended to me yeah i had a great time nice. it's such a great idea and it was in the days before they let were released from ah Humor. yes yeah it's called photo chopped <laughs> yeah uh that's hilarious cute. go yes. ahead um so I read the uh, new issue of Amazing Spider-Man number 69 from both Nick Spencer and Ed Brisson with art by Zay Carlos, Carlos Gomez and Marcelo Ferreira. Uh, three different people drew this regular sized issue of Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, you know, it's more of the same. That's it. it I, I wish I had more to say. It's just, you know, we've, we've talked about this series at length. Uh, you know, it's sometimes it sometimes it reads great, sometimes it reads meh. This is one of those mehs, but it's still, you know, I knowing that there is that it's culminating towards something, uh, you know, gives it more gravitas. Um, I think that ultimately, you know, it's one of those, you know, the the chameleon conspiracy. It's one of those. It's another one of those like things that Spencer's doing to clean house. Like I think that the chameleon conspiracy will mm -hmm. is another like it's like the Craven book where it's like. Here's a story that will put Teresa back in the box. Okay. I mean, like, I want you to, so that works for me. Right. Otherwise, you know, not a lot, not a lot going on uh, in, in terms of like the ongoing saga of Peter Parker and, uh, and, and, you know, Mary Jane and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like all the stuff I care about, you know, like Aunt May doesn't appear, you know, it's like still doesn't feel like Spider-Man, um, but it's, it's doing fine. Uh, what else did you read? Oh, um, 
I like started to get ready, and then I was like, "Oh, I yeah. want to listen to what you." Well, while you do, I'll, I'll thank Dante Cook for his support. Thank you so much, Dante, man. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, he mentioned something earlier. He said, uh, "He said it was his first time catching us live." Uh, hey, and um, let's see here. He said, uh, "Holy crap! I'm able to catch you guys live." I wanted to thank you guys and Benny for so long for helping me get into comics. Please take my money and stay safe. Well, we will, thank Dante. You. Thank you, dude. Thank you, appreciate thank it. You. Uh, yeah. And denial is a question for Tiffany while you get ready. Uh, he says, I'm curious how Tiffany feels about the revealed villain behind the cosmic Marvel's last annihilation event. I wonder how Ewing will write him. Well, he's not being used by anybody else. And with no real magic books on the table, it's not surprising that they would just toss him in there. Nope. Uh, however, I, without talking about a book that we will be talking about, I do wonder if this doesn't tie into some reveals that we got this week. Thanks to the hellfire gala in particular, two characters, um, rekindling a relationship, not romantically speaking, of course, um, but their role that might play in that. And also the fact that don't forget, there's also that like strange Academy book going on in which Doyle Dormammu is attending school. Yes. Um, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know. think anybody else is reading in terms no, of I'm in sure, the bullpen. I'm sure not. Um, but like I said, like no one else is using characters like this right now, simply because the fact there isn't a main book in which they could appear that would truly make sense or that people would want to deal with because i feel like a lot of writers stay away from magic if they don't have a magically inclined character yes, unless they're absolutely. doing an event for it because mm -hmm. it's, it's confusing and a pain in the ass yeah um but yeah i i, I think it'll be fine i'm sure ewing will do a great job i have, I have absolute faith in him totally yeah out, I, out of anybody i mean it's al ewing jonathan hickman yeah you know I, what you're doing. <laughs> and the fact is i mean like sure maybe sword will play a role but maybe it'll be a wreck yeah <laughs> he'll show him back like, okay never mind Right. These folk are crazy. Right. They're ready to go. They're ready 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever the like galactic unit of time measurement or day measurement is. Right. It's like uh, it's like men in black where it's like you'll get used to it or experience a psychotic. episode. <laughs> so what do you got queued up? Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Seven, seven, four came out. Sweet. Oh, my God. If I get one more push notification about the weather. Uh, I'm I'm going. It's really hot out. I'm like, stop! I'm I don't like, know if you know phone this. It's just nothing but all weather all the time now. Um, this is written by Michael Conrad with and Becky Cloonan with art by Andy McDonald. What a Different gorgeous artist. cover! Different arts, yes. By the way, Matteo Bagara has an upcoming cover. Yeah, I think for not this, but for the Wonder Woman Black and Gold. Oh, cool! Book, but this made me think of it. Yeah, because it's done in this sort of like clay art, like or clay pot art style. Awesome! It's just dope. It's just really dope. Like, yeah, think of it. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we return to, um, Olympus. Like we're getting back to Wonder Woman's own mythology yeah. in a way, um, bringing Ratatouska with us. Uh, oh. Ratatouska reveals to her that he actually is the one that pulled her into, into Valhalla yeah. because he was like, oh, I needed help. I needed to save the tree. And also, you know, the fact is this, this was filled up. You couldn't come here. Right. She's like, when you was filled up. Like her spot was filled. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Indeed. Um, I don't know. When they get there, Olympus is burning, uh, which is like a dope thing to say. Yep. That's, I, I, like, it's almost I, like saying Olympus is falling. I but... know, but Olympus is burning. So thank you, uh, Conrad and Clunan for allowing me to say that yeah. <laughs> out loud. Great title. Um, And immediately she starts looking for any survivors and she comes across a, a, a man uh, crushed beneath a pillar. He's still alive, mm -hmm. although you know because he's a god um but she's like i don't recognize this guy mm. she's like that's weird right 
So they get him out of there, and uh, she goes to like search for Hermes' staff in order to bring him back. Okay. And um, while she's away, Ratatouska like opens. By the way, I got this thing about eyeballs. Right. Okay. Yes, you do. I got this thing about eyeballs. It's part of the reason why I don't wear contacts. I just, I just, I, I yeah, just, you can't. They should just be here, and nothing should touch them. Mm-hmm. And yet, I'm willing to put eyeliner on. Um, and <laughs> do my makeup in the car sometimes when we're driving somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I got this thing about eyeballs, and in this, Ratatasker is meant to watch over this unknown individual, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I know who you are." Blah 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 blah, and then he takes his little like squirrel claws and like opens his eyelid up and i was oh, like no. no no i'm out yeah your little squirrel hands no forget I'm, it they're I'm too out. sharp i'm so nope not okay with that stop stop that was horrific and i hate you <laughs> um but it's revealed by the way they bring him back and and like she's like i really don't know who you are he, like when he stands up like his back is opened oh and it's like like buffalo bill opened it c- kind of and there's like meat back there like you don't see a spine, you see like brainy meat. Right, like like ground hamburger. Yeah, and then like it's revealed that he is Janus. Oh, okay, the two faced god. Yes, who has no Greek allegory. Right, and so he's like, it's a little weird for me. I didn't get to come over with everybody else, but mm-hmm. like Hermes let me in and said it was fine. And then inevitably, the other side of him, the other Janus who sees the future, saw the future in which Wonder Woman destroys Olympus and kills the gods. Oh. And was like, well, I'll just put a stop to that and like removed herself from him. Okay. And went and got, instead of like the god killer, she got the god scraper. Oh. Which is like, like, stop. Um, <laughs> no. Um, and she takes on the visage of Wonder Woman, which is interesting because we've been seeing a lot of dark Wonder Women lately. Yes, yes, we have. Um, whether they're Wonder Woman wearing metal outfits and wielding invisible chainsaws, whether you're talking about the witching hour versions of Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also saw like a hint of something like this when she was in Valhalla. Yes. Um, but so here she is again. Yeah. So like essentially, she was like, in order to keep out the one who would do this, I'll take the role of it because I I see the future, and so she kills all the gods. Right. And so Wonder Woman's like, oh, well, that's not good. Yeah. Um, she uses the lasso she took from the Valkyries to test him because she doesn't have her lasso. And it's seemingly he's telling the truth. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, Ratatask indicates that's not so. Okay. She calls on Boston Brand to come back and hang out. Yay. And she's like, um, you might have, like, listen, listen. When you said Olympus was, was falling. Right. Um, you might have wanted to mention that everyone was also dying. He's like, what? I did not know that. Yeah. This is news to me. <laughs> so that's why I didn't rush you because I thought it was all cool. Yeah. But like she needs to go and find the gods mm-hmm. in order to talk to them to find out what truly happened. She leaves Janice behind being like, I know where to find you. So like, you know, you best not be lying to me. Right. Right. So she's like, all right. So dead man is not accompanying her. Cause he's, I think he's, he's just chilling. Um, and she and Ratatasker are going to go and take the elevator through Tartarus down, which is like a really cool. No, that's right. She missed Dead Man down there. He meet, He's like, I'll meet you there. That's oh, okay. what it was. He's like, I'll meet you there. I'm, I'm a ghost. I can do it. I'll go, I'll go my own way. You go your own way. Sure. Um, But Tartarus is like really depicted in a neat way um, because it's just like gods and titans like chained to the wall. She sees Kronos, who she's like, I put him there mm. and like has this moment of being like, like he's like crying out to her to have mercy 
And she's like, oh, and Boston's like, no, listen, like some people deserve to be here. And like, right. you can't have justice without this like other side of it as well. Like, you know, he did wrong and you dispense justice and this is what happens. Like, she's like, there has to be a better way for me to help people that doesn't involve this. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, not really. Not really. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, But her inevitable like journey that we're going to be taking with her is Wonder Woman is going to the graveyard of the gods, which is, I believe established yep. during the Scott Snyder mm-hmm. justice league era. So she's going to go through there. Cool. We'll see. She's been there before. Yeah. Okay. But she doesn't like, again, her memory's like a little like fuzzy. Yeah. Still. So yeah, I- I'm sure this is going to be cool and I'm looking <laughs> forward to learning more. I definitely enjoyed the Valhalla stuff a little more. She even has a moment where she's like, I should have just stayed in Valhalla. I mm. was like, they could have seen how awesome I was. And like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was a real place for me. Right. Agreed. <laughs> but I have to do this. So I'm here. <laughs> right. Uh, Dex Baker says, I usually have either Drawfee or Comic Pop constantly passing through the day. Here's some money. Thank Aww, you very thank much, you Dex. So much. And thanks for keeping us in that wheelhouse. Uh, Appreciate Happy that. to. Uh, Silver Cricket, I love the way Way of X was great this week. Hope the book keeps the current energy. Just getting all into weird nooks and crannies of Krakoa. Right. Well, don't forget that book will end, I think, with issue four. Four, mm-hmm. and then a new book will start up yes um so we'll be on the lookout for that then written by Cy Spurrier yes uh, so it'll have the same like creative energy but mm-hmm. just in a different title exactly uh Daniel Ryan I started Watchmen and it made me think why is the style called often uh, called Watchmen nine panel grid did older comics have this format before Watchmen yeah I mean comic books use them and comic books had used them before Watchmen it's just that Watchmen re- relied on it heavily it was very much like a desi- it was it was a design aesthetic choice that uh, yeah, was I would, used in Watchmen I would also say that like there was so much intent behind said panels that like it wasn't just a means to get information on a page no it was a means in which like more relied on the story to be told exactly exactly so yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, I will talk briefly about uh, Detective Ten Thirty Eight. Suit up. Uh, this is the, the Batman book I'm reading. Besides Batman Urban Legends, of course, which is great, by the way. Uh, it's just that the new edition come out. And recently. the Detective. And the Detective. Yes, uh, the Tom so Taylor book. Reading three. De- I am books. reading three. I'm basically so and, I'm reading all the Batman books except for and, James Town and the Fourths. I was gonna say and the Joker. Yes, and I am Joker. still reading Joker. Yeah, and a new one, Batman Reptile. Yes. <laughs> Which we should talk about. Yes, we should. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Detective uh, 1038 from, of course, uh, Mariko Tamaki with art by our old pal Victor Bogdanovic. Yay, Vic. Uh, it kind of, uh, you know, they, they established this new villain uh, a couple of issues ago or several issues ago uh, who is like a, a Gotham elite named Roland Worth, who is like an inhumanly big dude. Uh, he looks like like Craven the Hunter. He's powered by money. And he's just powered by money and rage. His daughter was murdered and he blames Batman and Bruce Wayne and stuff like that. You know, it's like he's he's literally the opposite of Batman. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Or he's like he's like an allegory. Right. He's like Venom for Batman, where he blames everybody else except for himself. Right. But he's like, I'm a big, rich dude. Yes. And I use my money to get what I need done. That's right. Like, okay. And I blow up uh, police stations with bazookas. And, you know, it's, just, it's a fun story. Uh, we also are like really leaning into Batman teaming up with Huntress more. I guess like when Batman has nothing, he teams up with Huntress. It happened in, in uh, uh, the, the one with the earthquake and it happened with this where it's like, when I have no money and no resources, I team up with Huntress and that's the only time. Or when the Predator's there? Or when the Predator's there. But even then, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in the... I was like, did that happen? Yes, it did. Predator <laughs> 2, yeah, Batman Predator 2 Bloodbath or Bloodlines or Blood whatever. Bath. 
whatever. But uh, you know, it's a fun issue. It continues the story, uh, and I'm 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 very much enjoying this journey. It feels very Batman. Mm, you know? That's a good thing to feel. Yeah, it feels very Batman, and like it feels Batman like the way the Batman has been set up from uh, Snyder's era okay. onward. Mm. Uh, but but very much in a tonally different place, which I, I really appreciate it. Cool stuff. Just overall, I recommend it. Check it out. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Way of X number three. Do you want to wait? Hang on. Let's not launch into Way of X. Oh, that's X. right. It, the do, reading order is different. Let's, so. let's talk about Wolverine real quick. So Wolverine. Because I did. I picked up Wolverine and I, and I read it this week. You uh, did. You picked it up and you read it. And I, and I read it. You can't say I didn't. It was Wolverine number 13 uh, written by uh, Ben Percy with art by Scott Eaton. Scott Eaton. There it is. There it is. This book. All right. So there is there is and there is not a reading order. Right. To Hellfire Gala. You could technically read them wherever you want yeah. in a way because the idea seemingly behind the Hellfire Gala is here's this gala. Here's this thing going on. Now, all of these books are going to give you little pieces and oftentimes retell certain things or show you different perspectives for the same event for the same event until you have the full picture. Right. You know what I mean? It's like we zoomed in and uh, first we had like kind of this like overview, but a lot of it was like foggy and then we zoom in. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I would say though that Wolverine, you, the reading order, if you wanted it in a more chronological order, would be Wolverine, mm-hmm. Sword, Way of X. Right. For of the week. books that came out this of week. Of the books that came out this week. That's what I would go with. Um, so this book cover indicated that Wolverine and Deadpool were going to fight. They kind of already did that. Yeah. Um, and they do not. So <laughs> ah, so it's one of those they, lying. They covers. don't. They, they don't do that. Um, instead, what they do is remember they had the uh, Veridine. Is that what they're called? I want to make sure I get this right. I don't know why I have such a hard time remembering the name. The tree people. Ah, uh, yes, but not those tree people. Not the one you're talking about. The the ones from X Force. Yes, not not the tree people. The Terra Verdine. Ah, uh, the Verdine. I'm, I'm, I'm adding extra R's and A's. Mm-hmm. I'm making it Veridine, like they're Veridine, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're Verdine. They're Verdine, yeah. which makes more sense. Or the Verdin, Verd. yeah. yeah, yeah, Verdin. Yeah, but they because can deal Verd- with that yeah. because Verdant beast- means uh, yes. full of but plant life. Beast screwed everything up. Yeah, of course. Like he messed up everything by like taking. Essentially, he took over their 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 civilization. Yeah, and like reprogrammed them to like work as spies for Krakoa yep. and for him. And Emma found out. Yep, and something happened in the code essentially and like they were all able to break free and so they are breaking free and so x-force is dealing with that cleanup at the party because certain in like high-ranking ambassadors all of a sudden are tree people ah! um so they have to deal with that and yeah. part of the way in which they deal with it are fighting but also in terms of using kid omega to like he's doing the men in black thing ah he like Wiping people's minds. Wipes that part like gives them like he gives this one guy like a, like a memory where he's just like yeah you had like a tryst in the bathroom uh, and he's like <laughs> cool <laughs> back to the party mm-hmm. um but yeah they got to put this genie back in the bottle and and so what they end up doing is they make peace with them okay in which like they remove all that code they're going to go back they're going to be paid 1 billion us dollars oh for economic and emotional damages x corp can no longer use any pharmaceutical or technological copyrights to tell a fluoronic technology oh my God. that the terra verde uh, have under development okay and the 
the uh, vote on recognizing the Krakoan trade deal is now a no from them. Nice. Way to go, Beast. Yeah. So Beast nailed it like 100%. Yep. He did did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he and Emma have a conversation in which he's just like. I do it again in a heartbeat. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't even read the book and I know that's Beast. Yeah. She's like. He's like, listen, Krakoa isn't a nation. It's it's a god. Like we oh, and we god. need to treat people like that, and they need to understand that. Shut up, and, she, and like Emma's ta- Emma's talking to him, and she's like, don't be ridiculous. You're right. Like, if, when Emma's telling you that, you, yeah, you, you should you messed listen. Up. You messed up. Um, but he's like, the fact is, like you, like Charles knew the hardest decisions we made in the shadows, mm-hmm. and like that's what I'm here for. Right. That's what I'm gonna do. You're beast. Yeah. You're not Wolverine. Yeah. But this is a Wolverine book, right? Yeah, this is the Wolverine book. But he is on X Force, so But he is but this isn't an X Force book. No. So Wolverine will be eventually be no, appearing this in this is, book. This is the Hellfire well, he is in the book, but not really. The Hellfire this this Hellfire Gala issue of Wolverine is treated more like Ten of Swords was, where it was like a lot of times the story is continuing the X Force story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolverine is in it. You know, he fights one, Deadpool. Of, the, one of the tree no, he fights one of the tree people. No. And then like Deadpool helps save Domino and okay. then they all hang out at the bar afterwards and like Deadpool gets to go. Oh, that's nice. And then Deadpool writes a letter to Wolverine, like asking to please be part of X-Force and to, to you know, yeah. join the club. Okay. Um, Obviously that's not going to happen. No. Also, do you remember when Emma got that weird delivery of like crystals yeah. and they like, you know, she's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Um, and that, like, I guess Christian was supposed to be delivering them to Madripoor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that boat got taken over. I think he was killed and dumped into the water, and the boat's on fire. Cool. Okay. Nice. 10 out of 10. I believe it's the Marauder. X out of Maybe. 10. So, this book was fine. Like, I think Percy needed to, like, get certain things in, in order. He had to wrap up this part of the gala. Um, I, I wasn't in love with this one, especially as like in terms of being a Wolverine book, not mm-hmm. really, not with what we've been seeing a lot of the books end up being where yeah. it really highlights the character or team yep. that's involved, but he really was not part of this too, too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just establishes exactly what we knew about Beast that like he's a dick and like everyone's kind of looking the other way on it right, right. now. Yeah. Emma calls him a bastard. That's kind of it. Okay. Oh no. And he's like, that's fine. I'll be that. That's too bad. I'll be that bastard. Right, of course. I'm like, okay. All right, yeah. beast. <laughs> All right, beast. All right, beast. Uh, there you go. Well, do you recommend it? Um, I mean, in terms of like, even as a Hellfire Gala issue, it's kind of weak, except for the fact that if you're like, wait, those tree people, how do they wrap? How do they fix that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to fix when you have someone like Kid Omega there who can just make you forget. Yeah. Even though they said they weren't going to use their powers on people while they were there. Dan V900 says, I know you both aren't really into Black Hammer universe, but I would recommend Black Hammer Reborn. You can start with it. It tells you everything you need to know about the universe. Cool. Good jumping on point. He also says, uh, so you won't be lost and it's great. Agreed. There you go. Uh, Aiden Thenhaus or Thenhaus or Thenaw says, check out Giraffe of Phobias as Supervillains. Nice. I think I saw that one. I haven't gotten around to it. I, I watch like random. I, I try to watch the most recent ones and then I'll just pick random ones. Yes. Watch. Uh, be black. Interesting seeing the parallel between humans and mutants with mutants and Terra Verte as a cosmic empire. You have the reptilian race. They assassinated. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Newton JB Lee with heroes Reborn born and Ben Riley news. How do you feel about the wave of nineties nostalgia? Cause in recent years, there have been fans who defend that era with words like there were good stuff. There was good stuff beyond Liefeld. 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, mean, like, there was. Yeah, you know? there. I mean, the fact is, every era is going to have something that's good, but something that, like, really strikes someone. Yeah. Yeah. My issue with the 90s nostalgia in comics right now is kind of like, when you see it, it seems like it's pandering or hollow or needed to go through a meat grinder in order to come out. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, like you're not actually getting like payoff and, or you're getting lip service or you're getting somebody who like only kind of sort of remembers it. And so you're not really getting like good payoff. Like I haven't been, I haven't seen Ben Riley since the like nineties. That's not true. No, I mean, I haven't seen Ben Riley as Ben Riley since the nineties. Okay. Like Ben Riley hasn't been the same character since his resurrection mm. and uh you know like there was like some like weird dance lot book with like a with, like like a velociraptor themed villain that they made up for one issue and ben riley was referenced in that and it's like the closest thing you got to actually ben riley but after clone conspiracy like it was just it's just not ben yeah. like whatever you're doing is not ben and like you know you, they want you to remember ben but not use him so they used kane and it was like that's not ben either that's kane and, mm -hmm. he, and it's not that's not really even kane but like at least he went through some kind of like character progression. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he went through the rigors, but like it still worked out for him in terms of like developing the character into something else. So I feel like with stuff like that, it's just kind of lip service as opposed to it being like real payoff. It's not just, it just does. It just feels weird. Right. And, and kind of pandering. And I mean, I'd also say that, I mean, technically it started in 89, but Sandman yeah. started in 89. Yeah. But people like remember but the, the stuff from the nineties. out in the nineties. Yeah. Preacher so. came from the night. Like most of the like, vertigo stuff you like and remember came from the 90s yeah so it's like it, it just depends on what you're looking at and what's being celebrated yeah i'd say yeah uh and uh, silvery cricket says do you think mr immortal will be brought up in a in, in the x-men he is a homo homo supreme the apparent uh evolutionary stage after mutants i don't know maybe <laughs> So yeah, uh, there's plenty more to talk about. Do you, yeah, like, I, I really quick, I'm going to just touch upon this because I don't want to get into it because I don't want to break up your momentum with X-Men, but I wanted to get through it really quick. Yeah. Uh, we had Todd McFarlane on the show yes, on did. Elseworlds Exchange. Well, it's a long issue. It was. And that's a funny thing. People were like, Todd McFarlane talking about his books were going to be $2.99 and then he's charged like $5.99 for this book. It's like, yeah, the book has like, I don't know, eight, like I think it's 59 pages, something like that. Yeah, there's like there's there's 58 Seven. 57 56, 58 pages not including all the variant covers that came with it um so that's, like that's like that's like essentially a triple issue yeah it's basically a triple issue so spawns universe uh number one uh is kind of setting up and explaining like what the universe of spawn is going to be and all the new like spawn books that are coming out so if you're interested in seeing what spawn's going to be like you might want to check this out uh, this has like a billion variant covers this is the J. Scott Campbell of She Spawn, who is actually uh, Jessica Priest, the retconned woman who killed Al Simmons in the first place, who is mm -hmm. now a spawn herself. Mm -hmm. uh, the issue's fine. It's, uh, you know, there's a couple of a uh, couple of spelling errors and grammatical errors that I noticed immediately. And I was like, oh, uh oh, oh, uh, the art's fun. And uh, the story is it's it's quintessentially spawn. So if you read spawn in the 90s, you will have. You'll be like, oh, wow, it's still going exactly the way it was when I stopped reading like 30 years ago. It's exactly the same kind of book. Okay. Um, and with the exact same kind of like, you know, hints at greater things and bigger stories and, you know, kicking the can down the road. So, you know, but there's going to be more titles that kind of pay it off and, and, and highlight those characters. Right. So right, we'll right. see how it goes. But uh, I, I tried it out and it was, it was it was an interesting ride. But otherwise, you know, didn't didn't come out too great. Not, not arguing, but, you know, it's, okay. it's fine. That's fine. Um, 
And then Danv900 says a couple more things. So let's let's take a minute and talk about that. I don't know if you would agree, but I honestly think that a lot of Ben Riley love comes from his appearance in the 90 Spider-Man cartoon finale. It wasn't the baggage from the actual clone saga. I sincerely doubt that is the case because uh, he's only in that one episode. And I don't know how many people have actually seen the 90 Spider-Man cartoon who were born in the last two decades. Uh, he also says, I certainly thought Ben Riley was cool from that finale, but that was without reading the clone saga stuff as a kid. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think that's really more your experience uh, getting to know who Ben Riley was. I do remember that episode because I watched it like within a year. And I can tell you that Ben does not have much of a character in that episode because mm. no one does. And it's the 90s Spider-Man cartoon show. Like you're lucky if Spider-Man has a character. Uh, Peter Parker, of course, is very well established, but like everybody else, not so much. Cookie cutters, one dimensional. It's very simple. It's for children. It's fine. Uh, but, you know, Ben doesn't get much, uh, you know fine mm. but uh but as far as the the comics go when ben was first established in the comics you know it was, it was peter parker with blonde hair like it, so he had the same reactions but you also had a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder yeah i mean i would say in terms of like the fact that the love for him probably comes to the fact that creators are using him or want to use him mm -hmm. because they grew up reading him exactly and exactly so, like you're gonna like as like new creators come in you're gonna start seeing more of the stuff that they're used to seeing yes and like they're used to reading yeah yeah uh i do remember people liking ben when i was a kid and me being really confused like i was like why he's just he's just fake like there's not enough for him to be there and it's just people don't like ben riley people just want to read spider-man without the baggage uh germox says just wanted to show some love well thank you very much germox i'm growing tired of the mutants talking about superiority so i am surprised to find that way of x is the x book made for me it's really analyzing and deconstructing what is happening that's and that's what we like we've said that before that like there there is such a broad scope of x titles right now there is probably one for you out there if you have any interest in the x-men um you just got to find it mm -hmm. um but i know i i i agree i think that way of x came at the right time and i and i'm glad that they held off on it yes because if this book had come out it would have undercut the momentum that this was having where we were all just along for the ride and yeah. maybe we were starting to formulate these questions ourselves um some of us immediately some of us as we were going along um but for now for like a book to like take characters who are like um especially this last issue which we will get into um I think it's brilliant, yeah. and I and I'm glad Ty Spurrier definitely was the one who is writing this. Yes. Like, it's just such a great idea. So let's talk about Sword. Yay! Sword number six from Al Ewing and Valerio Skitty. I don't have that cover. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have I have one of the the variants. I've got the Datterman um, Storm Hellfire Gala I costume. I had to have that, of course, because I love Storm. I know. Well, then you must really enjoy this issue. I love this issue so much. <laughs> I read this issue before Tiffany and I was like, <laughs> you're really going to like this book. This, I, I Sword is easily one of my favorite. I, it has been. I yeah. mean, I was excited for Sword before it came out because yep. Abigail Brandt was going to be. I know, I know. Um, and then, hey, it turns out it's just a well-written book uh, created by Al Ewing with art by Valerio uh, Schiti, mm -hmm. uh, who's just an incredible artist. This is a great team Yep. working on this book. Uh I love every issue, even the issues that tied into King and Black. King and Black, because don't forget, we had like two tie-ins mm -hmm. that did progress the story, but we did we had two tie-ins in the middle of this, so it's like I'm just so excited that it's coming out now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yes, this Hellfire Gala issue comes after the revelation of Mars being terraformed. Yes, for Araco. Like Araco. literally just like here, we'll give it we'll give for the Araco, which is funny because it's clear that like a lot of humans are not getting that. They're like the mutants have taken over. Yeah. And it's like, no, you wanted us to get rid of you didn't like the mutants on Earth. Mm -hmm. That we got that message. Right. So we took care of that. Yeah. Well, not like that. Okay. <laughs> I thought you'd put them in the sun or something. Well, you kill them. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what, what we do. To do, mm -hmm. or you come make them work for us. That's it. That's those are those are the two options. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you lived through all the years of us dealing with mutants? Mm hmm. Um, but we get this dope conversation between Cap and Doctor Doom. Also, we get like a little um stuff with Gyra here. Yes. A little Gyra talking. I think it's uh the dude from Alpha Flight. The Maple yeah. Leaf Adventure. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but it just that's setting up some stuff for Orcus. Orcus yes. is an ever-present threat, and it's not going away. I like that Gyrick had the balls to go to the freaking Hellfire Gala and say Orcus out loud. I, I like think, Cap heard it out loud. I think, and you think Xavier's not like taking that information? I mean, come on. I think the bigger question is why invite him? That's so ballsy. Why would you do that? Here's my question: If you invite him, why not? Add it like stick a Trojan horse in there. Maybe they did. I hope so. If Gyrex there, how could they not have been prepared? Really know. weird. Anyway, um, but listen, the big takeaway here is the Doom Cap conversation because it's just a really fantastic conversation between the two of them. Where like Doom's like, "What do you think?" Yeah. So, what's up? You got a real problem with this, huh? Yeah. Come on. Because I do. Yeah. Let's team up. And like Steve is Steve through and through, and like really nicely written. Where like he recounts his you know loss of everyone he knew from falling into the ice and then being thawed and having no one there and then tony showing up and like showing him where we've on where his gone. phone right right presumably like we went to the moon mm -hmm. and immediately caps like oh that's amazing and that happened then and now we're this much farther along so we must have gotten to mars so like mars right do we live there what's going on with that and tony like gives him a sad smile and changes the subject yes and i really like that because it's like yeah no we don't we're not we're not really we're not there anymore yeah as a as a country as a world like we're not prioritizing space like right did. right i also like that he says like when they landed on the moon it's for all mankind and that like he gave him hope and so like yep. he's like that's really cool but like the fact is it's like they did do it and like we're watching from the sidelines and i i just wish we could have done it together yeah like he just wanted to be part of it yeah i i feel like i don't see them as mutants i see them as people like yeah me. yeah yeah but and like I, I i like that because there's like a couple of levels to steve's sadness yes and like but it's also his joy like, yeah because like i Pride. think he's, he's yes he's like they did it right like, mars is colonized and that's amazing mm -hmm. and he's also like you know, I, I personally wish I could have been a part of this. Yes. And then I think there's the, like, like you said, the mankind thing, but I think he recognizes in saying that he's like, while they have painted a target on their backs, mankind hasn't really given them a choice. And I feel like there's something there to that as well. Agreed. Where he's like, I wish we'd come, we had all come further. Exactly. Yeah. But we aren't. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And so like, everybody's mad about it. And, and Doom's like, be. ugh. Yeah. Doom's like, whatever. Okay, cool, whatever. Listen, there's going to be a come a time where you're going to, you're gonna need me. You're gonna need me. I'm not gonna make a big hellfire event out of it when you do. That was awesome. So just give me a call. I won't throw a gala about it. Yeah. I'm like, good call, Doom. <laughs> Have you met Emma Frost, Doom? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. 
you know I'm surprised Juma hasn't gotten involved, by the way, because he used to sleep with Morgan Le Fay. I'm surprised he wasn't like, I would love to see that. What, him and Emma? No, Doom, oh, what, like what Doom, that? find Apocalypse's little like layer of, of science well, Apocalypse fiction. Apocalypse is gone. I know, but just find like, you know, well, what they've done to don't her. She's out, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, she's free. She's free. She's, she's out there. I thought like, you know, the idea that like, that like he'd like, you know, he and Emma. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. That's like. Doom does not want Emma anywhere near his brain. That's, that's just oil and, and fire right that's there. That's right. It's just an explosion waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we cut back to Sword. Where they're hosting a like meeting of galactic emissaries from all over. Uh, some we know, some I'm less familiar with. We get, we get, guess what, guys? Guess what? We get a fun little diagram, yes. little, little chart here. Well, this little chart's gonna help you out. It's gonna be your friend. It's gonna let you know what's up. Um, but we get the run end of the individuals involved, one of which was the um, lizard lady, the. Oh my god, what's her name? I don't remember what her name is. Oh uh, yes, uh, Empress Kuga from the Xernex Empire. Remember mm-hmm. the one that Sword helped when they revealed that they had some other players in deep space to like set up that empire. So they are a friend. Mm-hmm. Um the Shi'ar Empire, obviously friend. Yeah. I love that Richard Ryder's there. He's a real dick about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But essentially they like lay down the law. They're like, Yeah, we we terraform Mars, and like some of the MSRs are like so right who cares like I don't, we, we live in you. space like we live on our own place we got like we got our own going you think all of a sudden that like the soul system is ready to be part of like like galactic dealings? they're like no we're telling you it is yeah they very much are and they're like okay sure and like richard Ryder's like uh yeah honestly you know this is this is ridiculous yep. and you guys should you probably should have like spoken to any of us beforehand mm-hmm. and i love it because frenzy's like Hey, where were you when Null showed up? <clears throat> His response is great too, though, because he's like, "I was saving like millions of people in another place." Right, but he looks away because he's yeah. like, I, "Yeah, yeah, right, all so right." I, I should have probably been helping at where he was. Right, no one wanted to write about me. No one wanted to write about me, and I didn't really want to deal with Null head on. So no, I'll just you know, I'll just go over here and help, help these people. Um, but they also reveal that they have they've come up with a new metal that they have like yes. a special formula to. That's like, it's it's like Star Trek metal. It, it's super. Yeah, it's unobtainium. It's it's. Yeah, it's super light. It's crazy durable. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a uh, transparent aluminum. Yeah, but the idea that like they want to help bolster the economy, the galactic economy, with it because the economy's wrecked. Wrecked because of null, um, and they're like the thing is we'd like to you to consider calling the new currency soul the soul. Yes. Yeah, well, it normalizes us and it makes us kind of like synonymous with everything. Yep. You yep. have to refer to like our system. Yeah. Can we just also talk about Star-Lord's uh, antlers? Because a character will bring those up. And I'm like, why? They're ridiculous. They are ridiculous. But, you know, he loves them. I assume they're Spartaxian or something. <laughs> I'm sure. So several, uh, we, we get another chart at one point. Don't, don't worry. If you weren't paying attention to who took and who didn't take the deal. There it is. There it is. You're Wakanda's fine. classic. We don't need we'll, mutant metal. Wakanda, we'll take it. But yeah. as a sign of like as a gesture. As a not, gesture. We're not gonna use it. We don't it. need it. We don't we don't need your crap. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're better than we that. have vibranium. We don't need your made up bullshit. Yeah. Um but they're like essentially Brand's all finished up and she's like, Any questions? And then <laughs> the doom shows just, up again. Just shows up. He's like, Hey, 
Yes, I have a question. Oh, who gives a shit? And uh, does anyone remember when I was God, like six years ago? <laughs> He's like, who gives a crap? And why was I invited? Right. And also, Peter? You look ridiculous. You look like an asshole. You got to take this off, man. Yeah. All right. Like I can't even with this right now. I don't I, even care about you. It's like first of all, Doom. You you don't have you don't know how to plan it. You you're just you're just a jerk. Yep. But it's great. Great that Doom's here. Just Rick, Hickman being like, I don't. I mean, Hickman didn't write it, but Hickman being like, make Doom a thing. Yeah, get Doom. We're not there. gonna let we're not gonna let him go. No, no. Listen, we had a whole thing with Doom and and Franklin, mm -hmm. and now that that Franklin's off the table, I can't use Franklin. I'm get, gonna use Doom. Get Doom back in here. Yeah. Get get. He's gonna have a real problem with this. Yeah. There's literally an event, like one of the first events during the Dawn of X, was the Fantastic Four crossover where they deal with Doom. Like I Doom know. is an ever present threat for the X Men. What's which is great. the deal with Doom? Can't wait. I love. I love it. <laughs> but essentially, Doom's like. You know, this is this is ridiculous. The the very idea that like, you know, that Mars would be the center of, of everything. Uh -huh. I wouldn't be a part of it. And like, you know, oh who who's the king of Mars then? Yes. Who is this voice for soul? Yes. And Brand's like manifold. Would you uh, like, do just, the honors? Yeah, she barely indicates because she's her. I think they're all connected somehow. Um, and he opens up a gateway and this hand comes through. Yes. And then I turn the page. <laughs> And I was like, well, this, this, this book can do no wrong. <laughs> this book can do no wrong. Because from it, Storm shows up with like, just letting him know who's what's what. Yep. Calls herself the Wind Rider, all of it. And yeah. she's just, she's casting. She's got all sorts of lightning and wind going on. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm the voice of soul. I'm yes. Like, yes, you are. That's why you <laughs> left Marauders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're wasting me on Marauders. Goodbye. Yeah. But like, what are you going to say to that, Doom? Oh. Oh, okay. Well, I think I see this is all in order. And we're in good hands. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I'll be back later. But we're not going to even deal with that because we have to go deal with something else entirely, which took me by surprise. And I'm glad I read them in this order because I remembered you saying that yes. this came beforehand. Yes. So we cut back to the after, after, after party where Magneto is just hanging out. It's just like the morning, like for God's yeah. sake. He's just hanging out at Emma's house, just drinking. Yep. Like just patting himself on the back. Yeah, talking to his own goddamn helmet about what a friggin' awesome guy he is. He we did it. Himself. He's like, here's to you, me. Our die great. Yeah, here's to you, me. <laughs> I, I believe that's the classic Latveria. Yes. <laughs> but he hears a voice behind him that says Magnus, and you're like, who? Who could this be? Well, probably Professor X. No. No, it's Scarlet Witch. It's Wanda Maximoff, the boogeyman herself. Yep shows up she's like i got your invitation magneto invited her does he she have a flower no then how'd she get through the gate she might have used magic she maybe didn't use that's she's, a gate behind her well she's bathed in light for sure but she could definitely just use magic she could doom did it she could or we're getting ready because, for a retcon don't forget we're not on krakoa oh yeah that's right we're not on Krakoa. That's right. That's right. She can't go to Krakoa. She can't go to Krakoa. She's not technically on Krakoa. She's there in uh, uh, Mykines. Yeah. Mykines? Mm. I don't know. But they've got a, they have a conversation about how she's like, he's like, oh, I wanted you to see the fireworks. I was, I was hoping you would be here. And right. She's like, she's like, no. I really couldn't bring myself to face all of them. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Right. Like, you know, she calls herself the pretender. Yep. And like, he tells her about his daughter. And they, you know, just about like, you know, when he was a, like before he knew he had mutant powers or he recognized that he had yes. mutant powers and he lost his daughter. Yeah. And he's like, you know, they killed her, of course. Yes, of course. Um, but he's it's, like, yeah, you know, I built this world or I built that world 
and I'm happy for the children. Yeah. Like, he's like, it's not for me. I'm too old. Right. Like, I'm doing this for Even them. though I'm in a younger body, but whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, I could just get killed. And My brain's just... too old at this point. That's fair. Like, he's just yeah. like, no, no, it's it's for them. And he says, like, you know, I, I but like, he thinks about how he's failed his children. All of them. All he's of like, them. He's like, I'm not your kid. Right. It's like, yeah, but like, you, you are. But you are. Like, you know. Yeah. And then they embrace. And he's like, you'll always be my daughter, and I'm going to make things right. I'm like, uh-oh. What does that mean? Don't do that. Yeah. What do you mean, make things right? Everybody's got, like, a little vice, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's got, like, a little, like, Yeah, no one thing. can just be happy in paradise. Everybody's got a little thing that's I mean, going on. Everyone was like, can we just, could you guys just together? Yeah, could you stop screwing things second. up for me? Just, just one second. Yeah. I just don't, I, how, I told you everything. I showed you the future. Yeah. I showed you all the future. Yeah, but I'm thinking I'm going to be fine. <laughs> it's, it's totally cool. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I I really, really dug this issue quite a bit. A lot happens, you know, we deal with the fact that, obviously, Brand is aware yes. of the galactic presence of mm-hmm. this, and she must have been brought in. She knows about the second uh, Starbase. Yes. Or not, she agrees with the idea of Magneto and the others having done this. It does give her a, a good foothold yes. in terms of, like, how she likes to think of Earth yep. in general. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, it's one voice for everybody. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are all worried about it being mutants or whatever, but, like, no, we actually have, like, a united front right now, and that's dope. Yeah. Okay? So, like, I was like, this is cool. And then on top of it, to add the Magneto stuff, where it was like, oh, by the way, he also invited yeah. Wanda. Right. It's awesome. It's a great moment. That's such a mistake. Like, yeah. What if she had had, like, what if she decided to show up? Yeah. You could have heard a pin drop. Yes. It would have been awesome. I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen Peeper. Yeah. As he saw her show up. <laughs> <laughs> or iBoy. Yes. <laughs> I think he's a different name now. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, super amazing issue. Um, if you weren't super into the Hellfire Gala, this is a great issue to read regardless. Because mm-hmm. um, it will kind of catch you up to like some of these standings in terms of like how Earth feels about it, how the galactic universe feels about it. And then just if you want to read Doom being Doom and Magneto being Magneto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's just such a great issue. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. And then it moves to the next book. Yeah, yeah, and then we like head into Way of X uh, number three, which deals with the aftermath of the party, like the next day. We yes. get to see a little bit of Kurt. Mm-hmm. Of and what he did during the health. Which, by the way, I noticed that a lot of it actually does line up with stuff we see. Yes. Like, in um, in this, we see Beast push Kurt out of the way. Yep. That's from Wolverine. Nice. It's when, like, the shit hits the fan, and they yeah. gotta stop all the plant people. So I was cool. Like, okay. You know, he has that conversation with Megan. It's a different conversation in a way. Like mm. the words are different than what happened in Excalibur, but it still happens. Right. You know, like there, there is this connection where all the writers knew what was going to happen. All Kurt, the beats that Kurt was going to be in these certain situations, and then this book is like, and here's what Kurt saw, which was him just completely trash. We see it from his POV. Yep. Talking about religion, he's very hung up on the make more mutants. Yeah. Right, like he gets really hung up on on that one, on mm-hmm. that first rule, right? Yeah. And there is, and if you read this one first, then you got the reveal of Wanda and Magneto together. But that's what I'm saying. You could read this anyway because you'd be like, wait, what? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. And we're just gonna breeze past that one. We're just gonna breeze past this this moment between the two of them. Yeah. Where it's like almost like they're dancing. Right. And Kurt's just passed out. Yep. I, is Kurt a lightweight? Is that what we're meant to believe? Did he just drink know. too much? I assume so. That, that, that would be that would be a fair assessment of Kurt, as I would assume. Right. I, too, would have liked to have seen Wanda's Hellfire Gala outfit. Were she given one? Totally. That would have been dope. Are you kidding me? Um, 
And the next day, obviously, Kurt is uh, severely hungover, mm -hmm. severely hungover. Uh, so he calls uh, Dr. Nemesis to see if he has a cure because he had that Krakoan coffee. Coffee, yeah. Kr coffee. Kr coffee. By the way, Marvel, if Where you is make that? it, I will totally spend the probably 10 to $13 on a bag of it. So weird they haven't made it. I am trash. Um, so. Mm. <laughs> nice. But see, so he drinks that and it does kick in and... Uh, I believe that Dazzler, Dazzler, by the way, she had like a, she's just constantly throwing. Just constantly throwing raves or parties. She's, like she's always, always writing performing. new music and performing. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, much of the chagrin of, Nicar a, of Nemesis. Yeah. He despises her. Yes. Um, Legion is checking out a concert with the Zorn brothers. He's, <laughs> he's, he's buddies with them. Um, mm -hmm. And gets a call from Pixie who's like, I need you to come over here like right now. Mm hmm. Because Loa and Mercury, two mutants, uh, were getting interested in one another and things mm -hmm. were getting a little heavier. And when Loa got a little too into it, she ended up cutting Mercury's hand off. Right. And so Pixie's like, didn't you have a way that you and um, I guess it was, was it Blindfold? Yeah. Um, used to be intimate with one another. Right. In your mind. In the mindscape. And he's like, oh, OK, cool. Right. Oh, you want to use me as like a conduit? Sure. Don't. And and they do that, but of course, it like he he legions it. He legions it. He can't help himself. He he does it, but then it goes too far because it's like they were just at the beginning of their relationship, mm -hmm. and so like they start learning things about one another they really shouldn't. But it turns out Legion's doing that because he's trying to track down Onslaught. Yes. Who is like leeching onto these moments? Like yep. the make more mutants thing is almost like feeding him. Yeah. Um. So we we're going to deal with that, but. Uh, Kurt notices that there is a shadowy cloaked figure who is talking to some mutants and he's like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Stops them. It's Stacey X. Um, Well-known X character prostitute yeah. sex worker of the past. Not anymore. No. Though kind of. Uh, and she's actually handing out contraceptive. Oh, yes, that's right. And he's like, hey, that's a sin. That's a sin. You're not supposed In to both do of that. my religions. And she's like, listen. There literally was just a huge party where everybody got dressed up in like scantily clad sort of outfits more so than they normally wear. And they all got drunk. And you're just going to be like, no, nah, this is cool. Yeah. No, I'm handing out contraceptive. Right. Okay. And she's like, just come with me. And so she proceeds to take him to where she's been hanging out, uh, which is called the... Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to turn the page so I could recall it. <laughs> the Bower. Ah. Um, and um, there is a location where it's not its not a brothel. Because sure. When, well, because well, people aren't always having sex. Sometimes she, they're cuddling well, or they're she, talking. He, or... Kurt says that to her and then she smacks him because yeah. it's like really insensitive to how she came up. Yes. She's like, no, I'm giving people an outlet sometimes because she can use her, her pheromone-based powers to like put them in the mood it doesn't force anyone to do anything it's just whatever's there does come out Flourishes, sure sure yeah. sometimes people have like trysts yes. whatever it's just like a place to get at that raw energy because when you have too much energy like that things go can go the wrong way that's right but she's like sometimes people just come here to talk like they don't feel comfortable that they can do that and i, I give them that confidence to do that or they hold one another or they just want comfort and that's what she's here to help them with right but that's not the only thing that she's doing because the whole idea of make more mutants right like you think you hear that and you think to yourself Oh yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you need to make more mutants. You're telling everybody to have these orgies. Shouldn't there be like a whole bunch of like um, babies coming out of this? Right. Like, where, responsibility where's, is exactly, and that's kind it's of been an a issue. Bit. Yeah, it's been a minute. 
Um, and so she reveals that in the back of the bower, there's like a nursery. Right. Because one day she found a baby just abandoned and she mm -hmm. took it and then started like, I guess, raising it in a way and like, well, keep it, take tending to it. Well, yeah. And like, she kept it here and like people who came here had like so much love after whatever it is that they were doing that they would like dote on the baby and it flourished. And so then more babies started showing up. Yeah. Like they would be left at the doorstep or like one day, a, like a couple of them just like couple showed up and was like here yep sorry right like as though it's it like laundry. hey kurt is, this is why i'm saying it's dangerous because it's like certainly there could be there are like mutants out there who are, are looking forward to that and want to make, have a family mm -hmm. but as you as kurt has seen for some of these mutants who are just like playing around the resurrection protocols a lot of them aren't prepared for that responsibility. Yeah. So she's like, we, I understand the idea of making more mutants, but like, we need to do it in a responsible fashion. Yes. And this is not responsible. Mm -hmm. And so potentially this is why Professor X was like, maybe we should have some sort of religion because I don't want to be the one that tells everyone not to, to, to be banging. I right. want to be the guy who says, no, go for it. You're the wet blanket, Kurt. Exactly. You be the wet blanket. Yes. And he's like, I'm good at that. No problem. <laughs> uh, we see in the nursery, uh, the mutant who Kurt had referred to as Lost, Lost is there. That's actually not her name. Her name is Marionette. Um, Stacy knew her. Yeah. And so I thought this was brilliant. Like, I literally was like, oh, that's so smart. I yeah. just said that out loud to myself when I was reading <laughs> this. Uh, Good job, me. Not me. Her. Yeah. Um, Like, or Spurrier for writing this. Where yes. he's like, he's got Marionette in there and she like loves to take care of the kids and mm -hmm. like she reads stories to them and she's really really good at it and her powers which are gravity based don't affect the babies because babies don't have inner ear bones developed yet so they don't suffer the dizziness from yes. it i was like that's awesome cool yep dope um then naturally fabian cortez shows up and ruins everything mm -hmm. um that that one panel, I was like, I hate you. You're such a creep. Yeah. Such a creep. He comes to the bower, meets up with this chick, and what he wants is for the chick to listen to her his creepy poems and wear a Magneto helmet while they presumably do it. Yeah. She's like, not having it. Right. No, no I'm not, I'm not doing this. Um this disturbs Marionette, and so she ends up using her powers and mm -hmm. like it all just goes to hell real real fast yes like very aggressively almost as though something's wrong yeah like something's affecting all of right them. because remember i said legion had gone into or had been helping um loa and mercury well yeah. something started going awry so he and pixie went into their minds pixie was like that's like a violation of of what, what they're doing he's like that's a human way of thinking get it <laughs> So they go in there and they do in fact see like an onslaught representation there looking yeah. a lot more like demony looking. Mm -hmm. Um and so they it flees. Yes. And so they chase after it, and we discover that it clearly has inhabited the bodies of Marionette and possibly even um Fabian Cortez. Yeah. And so I think it's in Marionette for sure. Right. Um, and so like they, they try to expel it, it gets away. And they're like, okay, so, so this is getting out of hand. Yeah, this is getting out of hand. Maybe Cortez tries to like be like, what's going on? And the Zorn brothers are like, go away. Go away. No so one likes you. No one likes you. No one, no one likes you. Mm -hmm. Please leave. Um, we get like this picture of like what might be a team yes. here forming. Mm -hmm. So like a Dr. Nemesis, Stacy X, Kurt, Legion, and Pixie. Yep. Um, coming together, hanging out in the bar. Stacy uh sees Nemesis like 
hating the fact that Dazzler's there. She just wrapped her set. Yep. And uh, she uses her powers on him. And she talks about the fact that it's like, like, listen, like, the, like making babies is not what Krakoa needs. No. Like, that's not what we need. And like, Kurt's like, if it's not reproduction, then what do we need? And we need, and she's like, we need someone who's willing to do something new. Exactly. Right. And so what we, we punctuate that is by the fact that Nemesis, I guess, deep down inside had a thing for Dazzler. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and asks her for a dance after yep. apologizing for being so, so boorish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's cute. It's actually kind of cute. I yeah. really kind of dug this this issue. This is definitely, as was said in that super chat before, this is an issue for people who had an, like a, were hung up on the creepiness of the orgies and yes. like that responsibility and like the fact that like everyone seems to be turning a blind eye to it. Not everyone is. Yeah. And this book is analyzing that and what it means. So I think that's cool. We're really like getting into a lot of like, what Krakoa is doing and what the long-term ramifications of are of it. Yeah. The fact is now that I'm saying that out loud, it could just be too that Xavier's like, no, no, do that because there are no long-term ramifications. Right. Yeah. Cause I know how this is all going to end. I know how this ends and it probably ends in a reboot. Right. <laughs> so do <laughs> so everything. Go for it. Who cares? Do it all. Yeah. So That's funny. dope issue kind of, you know, you know, wrapping things up for that book well one more and then we'll transition to the next one yeah um but we get like a full picture of the hellfire gala almost yes i think we might know now why magneto gets arrested we'll see yeah uh yeah <laughs> oh my god what if he kills her to bring her back as a mutant like i don't know like i there's think no you way. might be a mutant and he kills her there's no and way then sees. they're not gonna do it man they're gonna be like fuck you no way no he's not it's he's not like a- okay then i'll bring this well then me and mystique are gonna burn this place to the ground that'd be kind of and amazing Havoc. like, yeah, me too. yeah me too fuck off Madeline? no go away alex you creep <laughs> Beeble hex says uh so rewarding to finally seeing why storm was leaving and a nice little moment in retrospect plus glad finally someone referenced the wakanda space empire such a large event missed out by most of earth yeah. yeah no for sure and i i yeah because she seemingly just exited the marauders just, book and i was like it's like that's it, fair because she's just she's just too big for that book. that's what i felt like that 100 percent is what that felt like but i was like then what are the plans for her because she's not on the x-men yeah she's not on the x-men team yeah yeah and, she, and she's, she's like, clearly instrumental in the society so right right so i was like is she going to play a bigger role at the quiet council what no putting her here is genius honestly like just giving her this like role of like you know she's treated as a goddess let's see what she does with like an actual diplomatic role that isn't part of the wakandan empire right but dealing with them instead exactly (laughs) uh tubes the one i find the hilarious how humans got mad when they went to mars like one y'all didn't want to live there you want you don't want to live with them so they left and two you don't have dibs on mars it's exactly how i feel about that honestly yeah You, you can't just be like dibs and like a couple hundred years, we're totally going to get there. Yeah. You just, just wait and see. All yeah. right. We're just, we're just biding our time. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a cool, it's a cool uh, plot device. It's really is an interesting d- debate. Yeah. Uh, and also like, oh no, you'll have to actually make friends with mutants. If you'd like to be a part of that civilization. Yeah. Mm. Shouldn't your scientific community just be excited about the possibilities that are going to Mars yeah. and like studying it and seeing well, what's beyond. And it's not really like, it's not, uh, it's not really Mars anymore. No. 
like, like, wouldn't you be excited to see that? that I guess that's terraformed true. a planet. Yeah, but it's like not natural. Like you just made it. Terraforming's never natural. Well, I know, but I'm saying like if I went to Mars, I would like want to study what Mars is. And, like, I, I look feel into like it, some like... scientists might want to study like how terraforming affects oh, a planet. Oh, definitely, that's especially true. Especially since they have data from Mars previous. Yeah, that's fair, but and not also, a lot of data. Now, if they're getting, if they're becoming part of like a galactic like universe, mm -hmm. you have access to that too. That's true. Wouldn't you like that? Yeah, I already kind of had access to that, but I squandered it back then. Uh, <laughs> Neil and Bradley just want to say Tiffany did an excellent job in the last episode. It's always a treat when the whole gang is on the show. Oh, thank you. That's right. If you haven't already watched it over on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop, Tiffany covered a uh, classic uh, hidden gem in Batman Dead Man. It's a really fun story. Check it out. Yeah, and I and I, the the four on the couch. I was like, you got to be on for this one. That was nice of you to to invite me. I, I appreciate like, it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, new type JB Lee with Ben Riley cast. I thought the old, I thought the ones who disliked the marriage were older writers like Roger Stern and younger writers did not mind the marriage. Uh, I've heard rumors of of both. Uh, I, I've always been surprised by who did and who did not like the marriage. Um, be black glad to bring Wanda back. No more mutants felt so off. She needed mental help therapy and got manipulated by Quicksilver, Magneto, and Xavier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've ever really fixed her, but you know. I, I, you know, what's funny is like much like Magneto or not Magneto, much like Beast is kind of like right now in a place of like how how could you possibly fix this? Yeah. How could you possibly fix him except like if you like if the universe of, of mutants is rebooted and like he mm -hmm. doesn't do those things, but you still know he did those and things. he is capable of them. Yeah. So it's like for the mutants of Krakoa, it's going to be really hard to spin Wanda as anything else. Yes. Jacob Montez uh, at work, but just popping in to say thanks to you. Pop I started. In, see, capitalized oh. it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he started Nightwing, part of the pizza place where Dan DiDio, or Dan DiDio is the pizza guy, and post a note says, Dan, you're fired. Had me giggling. I'll spare a dime for that. <laughs> nice. That's cute. I like that a lot. That's awesome. Uh, B Black, uh, Cyclops, and Steve Rogers team up, Shield and Fist. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd see that. Um, oh, we have some more. Sorry. Just uh, here we go. New type, J.B. Lee. Speaking of Wanda, shouldn't Pietro also be blamed for the mutant decimation? I mean, he was complicit in the events of House of M. He also encouraged her to do it in the first place. So, yeah, uh, he should. But it's easier to have one boogeyman. It's yeah. easier to paint one. Instead of twins. Yeah, it's easier to paint one as the target since she's the one that did the actual act. Yeah. Like, it's they're like, no, that's what we need. Like, we're we're making her that target. Yeah. And it works for them. Yeah. Uh, Girk <laughs> Pectus, uh, have you read Peter David's Captain Marvel run? I love it. Came out when Marvel comic was... Uh, being dark and gritty and boring, uh, it embraced CB insanity. Uh, I've read some of it. You know, it's it's very Peter David. So if you're interested in that, like check it out. I was I was laughing at the idea of Exodus. Is like, no, Wanda. I'm yeah. telling the stories. I'm telling the kids the stories. That's Boogeyman. I can imagine Exodus being really pissed at the. Uh, Wait, the, we're not ready for that one. Okay, we've got one more. That's right, we do have one more. We bought this, and I was like, we have to get this cover, even though there's like kind of a more fun cover. I was like, we have to get the cover that looks like it came from. The early 2000s. Yes, that's why, uh, just like the interiors. Uh, Batman Reptilian number one. <laughs> There's, there are occasionally some fun things. Yeah, there are. No, it's great. Uh, but some stuff I'm like, oof. From DC Black Label, uh, written by Garth Ennis, with art by Liam Sharp. Yeah. Uh, if you are familiar with Liam Sharp from, I believe he did the Green Lantern series with uh, Grant Morrison, it looks nothing like that. Yeah, this book was, was plucked from an alternate reality from 1996. Uh, in which the art looks exactly uh, as similar as any other book by, uh, by um, God, I was going to say uh, Dave McKeon, but maybe more like... No, it is a little bit. It's a little Dave McKeon. It's a little bit of um, uh, B Bisley, Simon yes, Bisley. Yes, it is Bisley. I was like, yeah, dread. It's, it's Simon Bisley. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, and it's funny because you think like, oh, you know, Garth Ennis hates superheroes and he makes fun of them, and you know, he made Batman look like an asshole and Hitman. Like, is he going to be an asshole in this? Yes, but it's not a joke. Like, I was surprised. I was very surprised by what a what a all, what a seemingly superficially speaking straightforward Batman story this is, and yet not. Yes, I mean, I'll be honest with you. He does. He's he a comes jerk. off. Yeah, he's a jerk. He's, he's a jerk, he's, but he's not. He's a, a total dick. He's not an idiot. Like he's not a buffoon. He's a dick in both ways. Yes, because there is a actual mystery here, and I found myself at the end of this being like, I actually want to read the next one. Yeah. for this, I do want to pick up the next issue. I I want to know what's going on here. Same. Um, the first part of it, I was like, okay. <laughs> all right Batman. yeah like you're just kind of he's kind of a lunatic yes a yeah a little bit deliberately so i mean it's obviously it's written by ennis so you could expect that but it's really it's it's really you know it's not nearly as off uh off the off the beaten track as i would have expected no no but like again he's he's crafting something here and i, and I do want to know where this is going did you catch the phantasm in the back? I did. I did. I was like, what? That you know that uh, Anis wrote, you know, a bunch of, draw a bunch of Batman villains. Yeah. Did not give a shit. There's no way Anis saw Mask of the Phantasm. No, it, it's interesting. Like the, the villains who are selected to be in this, it's Man Bat, uh, Clayface. Yep. Uh, uh, Scarecrow, mm -hmm. Mad Hatter, Joker, Two-Face, Killer Croc, and Poison Ivy. Yep. Which I love because like a lot of people are like Poison Ivy's not a villain anymore in this book. She, she totally is. is. Yeah. Because this book was written in 1997. It must have been. This must have been something that was like in a drawer somewhere. It sort of feels like at least. Yes. Um, it almost kind of feels either like an Elseworlds or a Legends of the Dark Knight. Yeah. And it's a black label book. So it is an Elseworlds. Right. Uh, but it also could be a Legends of the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. It's really weird. It is. It is very weird. But. I gotta tell you, like that, that little like, yeah, I, what a little tribute to Steve Dillon. Apparently, it was written for Dillon, so we know it was written before. Oh. Uh, we know it was written before Dillon's passing. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess that, yeah, yeah. So there's like some previews. I don't know why they felt like they needed to put the previews. In. I don't know. The previews are great, by the way. I can't I, wait to see it. I was really excited by the previews, but I I didn't feel like I needed the previews to sell me on. What's well, a black label book? What are you doing? This book, yeah. It's Unless, also it's also hey it's a black label book that is like uh, Snyder and Capullo's in that it is a regular sized comic. It yeah it is we're seeing a lot of more of those. Yeah. Um. But again, if this was written at a different time, it wouldn't have been written in in that issue style because a lot of the black label larger books are a little longer. That's true. So it could just be that this was the way it was written, so that was the way they're going to produce it. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. If there's someone attacking Gotham's villains. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's some like cool descriptions of things in here. There are some really fun panels. There are some less fun panels. Yeah, um, Liam Sharp is uh, is an artist that is a little bit divisive, but like I think he's unequivocally great. Okay, it's just a question of like what he's executing. Yeah, uh, his Batman is awesome looking, uh, and it just Batman's off sometimes. Sometimes he goes a little too um, Joe Kelly. Red Rain, yeah, Kelly because like, Joe Kelly's in this book. They reference some. They reference him by name. They named someone in the book. I didn't Joe even Kelly. catch that. Yeah. Wow, I did not catch that at all. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's it, it oh, is an astounding. There's a Sinkovich variant. Oh my god. One in twenty-five. I bet that's dope looking. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, uh, it's 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 a oh, blast. Oh, this. Oh. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I like this hilarious cover. Yeah. This cover's hilarious. I, I have no idea. No idea. Um, 
But yeah, we we kind of offhandedly mentioned this almost as like a joke last time. Um, I saw it in stores, and so I was like, I'm gonna get the physical of this. I just we have to. It's like a big lizard eye, whatever. Yep. I read it today. I sent you a, like a yeah. You sent me a screenshot or a, a, a picture. Yeah, of something. I was like, I was reading. And I was like, wait, I gotta find this, and I sent it to Sal. Yeah. Because there's an attorney right at the beginning, and it just looks like a chunkier, not quite so to make him Wario, but it looks like a heavier set Waluigi. Yes. And I was like, oh, he passed the bar. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a, a, a gritty. Yeah, this is definitely the, the same. Yeah, couch. just a gritty sort of over the top yep. story. Um, not Weird. seemingly set in any sort of continuity. No, Here Alfred's alive. Alfred's uh, alive. Some villains are either dead or attacked. Because, like, I think. The, the first set of villains that are attacked, they're Made like, it. they're not dead. And then yeah. the next one, it's like, well, they ripped yeah, they ripped Rid Riddler stem to stern. So I think he's dead. Yeah. So there it is. We read it. We'll probably continue to read it. Yep. Um, ridiculous. Because rid it is a little ridiculous. But fun. It's a neat idea. So yeah. check it out if you yeah. can. Batman Reptilian. Uh, also, uh, let's call called um, Infinite Frontier. That came out. Yep. Uh by Josh Williamson and uh, Zermanico. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is like the setup for the new status quo slash crisis slash event for DC. It's the new, like, if you're wondering, like, what the hell does Infinite Frontier mean? Where are we going with this? Mm -hmm. This is the book to buy. Yeah. Uh, we have a, like, opening sequence that is very evocative of Superman's origin. In fact, a kindly couple in Kansas, like discover this, know, like this, this crashed like... doom spaceship. And when they open it up, it's freaking Thomas Wayne from the flashpoint universe. I know. And it was revealed that they're actually on earth 23 where president Superman is from. Yeah. And so like flashpoint Batman arrives on president Superman's earth. And, and uh, they're like, who sent us a Batman? Who sent us a Batman? Great line. Uh, but we see, you know, the new status quo, we talk about, like, the multiverse map. Uh, we show that, like, Extant is a villain. Thanks, Josh, for throwing an Extant. Uh, <laughs> and he is being defeated by, like, the team from Infinite Frontier. It's a collection of He's characters. He's getting railroaded. He's getting railroaded, literally, by Alan Scott. <laughs> uh, and we just watch, you know, them kind of, like, cleaning up messes across the multiverse and yeah. doing their thing. Uh, Alan Scott, of course, trying to, like, kind of re ignite the like relationship with his children that was mm -hmm. already established in another book but it's nice to see them like going like well you can't just freaking do a big splash page and be and, and be, then done be like it. totally cool that's not how actual relationships work that's not how humans work mm -hmm. uh you know seemingly scott's daughter is hurt in a explosion of green flame which reminded me very much green flame green flame uh not just of uh of acquisitions incorporated but also of the uh superman green lantern green legend of the green flame yes uh, we also set up uh, this great conversation with which I've been waiting for for like a couple of months now. I read this. I was like, I've heard this before. Oh, yes. I also this. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bones. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, ch uh, Chase. Yes. Is it Chase Meridian? She says Chase. I don't remember because Chase Meridian, she I think, is from Batman Forever. They didn't. Yeah, I believe you're correct about that. But for yeah. Sure. Her name and is he, Chase. Yeah. But they're talking about the multiverse and they're talking about like Dark Knight's Metal and all the fallout from that. And Mr. Bones having a real problem with it. Shout out to Zermanico again. Drawn a great, great skull. skull. Great skull. Yeah, no. Mr. Bones looks amazing. He looks awesome. Um, but basically they want to bring now draw Carm, uh, Cameron Chase. Now Thank draw you. a Ghost Rider. Yes. Zermanico. 
we'll, we'll take you afterward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cameron Chase. Uh, they, so he wants to bring her back into the organization. She wants none of it, but she does anyway. Uh, we reestablish like what exactly is going on with Thomas Wayne. He is uh, joined by the crew, the which is called Justice Incarnate. Can I just say... Listen, I know you're not oh, the biggest Captain Carrot fan. I am fan. not. He is insanely scary looking. I, but I love that. Like, he's really intense and he's trying to be really friendly. And yeah. I was like, that's really funny. Yeah, I know. Like, that. there's nothing friendly about what you're doing no. right now. You're just a giant scary rabbit man. Yep. And this person just woke up. Yeah. And it's Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint. He is not going to be receptive. <laughs> just He's like, hey. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be cool. Like, ah! But yeah. So uh, there you have it. So Calvin Ellis is leading Justice Incarnate, Captain Carrot, Aquaman, Mary Marvel, Machine Head, uh, mm -hmm. all from different Earth designations. And they basically just like work together to try and deal with like multiversal problems. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Thomas Wayne, of course, is like, get, get me the flash. Get me the flash. Which I'm, one? Which one? Uh, Barry, Barry Allen. Which, which one? one? The main Barry Allen. Of yeah. course, Barry Allen is working with Justice Incarnate. He's got a little backpack on. He's running around. He's, he's got running through multiverses. Yeah. He's uh <laughs> and he's just and we see some some snapshots of like births. You know, we got Helena Wayne, uh, you know We got the tangent universe. The tangent universe, like, Kingdom Come. One of them waves at him. Super Sons. Yeah, uh yeah. It's actually cute because like <laughs> one of them, yeah, they wave the tangent waves at him. <laughs> but like the flash who exists in multiple universes at the same time from kingdom come does not notice him No. in any case. Uh, but he's, he's gathering up multiversal energy so that he can go to earth Omega, which we know for a fact from the last story, it's not a place you want to be. You don't want to go there. Cause dark side will probably kill you. Cause he killed the quintessence. And that's when Barry discovers the bodies of the quintessence having been killed by dark side. Uh, and, he immediately, by the way, he immediately true to his character is like I, we got to set up a crime scene yeah, here because he's a forensic guy yeah so, he's yeah. like here we go enhance mm -hmm. you're right uh <laughs> he is ambushed and the, the this the, is really dope the sequence where he is attacked is so expertly handled yep which shows just all the different art styles that barry allen has been presented in mm -hmm. since like the 50s yeah it's it's really great looking yeah it's really cool but he's attacked by presumably psycho pirate omega yeah or psycho pirate it's psycho pirate it's psycho pirate from classic you know continuity now a disciple of this like new this new dark side yeah uh so yeah then we have a fun scene where have uh, you not seen psycho pirate since tom king yeah no okay no i don't think so okay I think he was in Dark Knight's death metal or or metal at some okay. point, but like not used to any effect. Okay. Um, you see references to Dark Knight's death metal, which is really cool because like it's it's, really, it's gorgeous it's looking, so it looks fantastic. I also love that like I don't want to really refer to it, but they do anyway. And it's like, do you remember when like everything was a freaking album well, cover? They indicate that like the. We as the denizens of the earth know that their multiverse exists now. Yes. And some folk remember yes. what happened in death metal yeah. and some don't. And so this girl's out with her family. And she's, she's like, you like, guys don't really don't remember. And like, they're like, we have to get her help. Because yes. That didn't happen. And somebody behind her and a table behind her is like, oh, do you remember you? Yeah, no, I remember like that people everywhere and the world was like yeah, on fire. They, yep. And they're able to like, you know, collaborate and like you know, corroborate one another's stories. Yes. And then an anti-masker, I mean, uh, anti-multiverser shows up and he like gets in everybody's faces. Roy Harper is, of course, uh, the fly on the wall that's listening 
coming in. Yep. I'm back to life. I'm here. Uh, I do know all of this stuff. I was, I, I'm, you know, I've been here mm-hmm. or not sometimes. And uh, he's, you know, getting a face full from the like anti-multiverser until they are attacked by the TVA. I mean, uh, a different group of people. I really like the way they're, they're, she was drawn. She looks like she's a relic from the 90s. Right. But she also like she's got like almost a 3D effect or like a like not quite stabilized yeah. in because she's universe. from. Yeah. She's clearly like operating through different like through different. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of a cool effect. Yeah. It is a cool effect. No, it's great. Uh, but they identify that like Roy Harper shouldn't be here. So they're trying to get him and collect him. Yeah. And they're going to like take down everybody else yep. like in the diner. Like no, no witnesses. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then uh, it's revealed that he is uh, infused with energy and wields a black lantern ring. Right. But like all of his versions of him are like his multiversal selves ghostly or, with him. Yes. He's like resurrecting the different versions of himself. I thought they saved him. Right. And I think they did because like there's a big like, fist I, that blasts through the diner. Yeah. And I think that's not him. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are conjured. I don't know what that's all about. But like, here's the thing. It's it's a payoff for everybody. Like it, it, if you love DC, mm-hmm. if you love DC continuity, DC events, I think Josh Williamson is playing with like everything. Yeah, I know for sure. And uh, like, listen, I think a lot of folk are going to approach this with like, didn't we just have a crisis? Yeah, but this is like, we're trying to prevent one. Like we know one's coming. Let's try and keep this. Right. And here's the thing. Like I never wanted a death metal. I never wanted a no, dark night. No, no, thing. I get it. But so like, like, I'll take a crisis. That's like this. Right. But like, I, I, I'd say you should give it a shot. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, I'm yeah. tired of crises. This you is know? something where it's like, yeah, it's a slow burn. And as I, as I, I have it on good authority that this, the infinite frontier series is going to be more grounded despite all the multiversal stuff and mm-hmm. the black lanterns and crap. Like it's going to be more about this mystery. And it will lead to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be like three phases of this crisis. Okay. So like the first phase, the infant frontier is just like, we're setting up this problem. And the problem is seemingly like already established, which is like the multiverse and you know, what that means. And uh, you know, like why people remember what's going on mm-hmm. and, and what this new status quo is. And then we'll go to the next thing. And that's kind of cool. And we're seeing who the players are, you know, Thomas Wayne, uh, justice incarnate, Roy Harper, uh, this girl, Maybe Barry Allen. Barry Allen, obviously. Listen, no question. It's Josh Williamson. It's Josh Williamson, and the word crisis came up. So Barry's got to be in it. Psycho pirate. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, yeah. so, I'm in. I love did, it. Did you notice <clears throat> that they also kind of mentioned? I think, unless I made this up, mm-hmm. maybe it was out of desperation that I made this up. That they almost indicated that um, the Jeff Johns. Um series that like was or was not within continuity doomsday clock thank you my brain was like watchman 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 yes watchman. It is i'm watchman. like stop stop um i don't remember them referencing i thought watchman. they referenced that like a like a guy like came in and like affected things oh cool yes but maybe i'm that's wrong. doomsday clock i would hope they'd use it because it's like really important maybe i'm i, I can be entirely incorrect about that but uh, again, it could have just been it wouldn't surprise me because like Williamson is literally pulling from every corner of DC crises and One history. Of these I, I read like after a nap. That's so. fair. <laughs> but yeah, so that's really awesome. I'm very excited about it. Uh, B Black says if X-Men and Krakoa Council were a, path- or a Pantheon or a Pantheon, who would be their Greek analogs? Also, imagine if every apocalypse in the Loki series being a Moira life. That's fun. Um, 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Thank you. Uh, I can imagine it. I can. And I could see like Storm, you know, kind of like ste- stepping up and, and, and establishing she's that. She's Zeus. <laughs> so she's not. Right. Uh, Girk Pectus, do you think Mobius is Donald Blake and Loki? Absolutely not. No, I do not. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. That'd be a cool idea, actually, now that I think about it, since like since we've established the new status quo of those people. Mm. Uh, don't, don't mask the truth. Don't mask truth. 92 says, got my masters today. Love comic pop. You helped me get through it. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a huge step. That man. is a huge step. That's fantastic. So feather in your cap. Keep it up, man. Yes. Congratulations. Good luck. Uh, the real Manos taking a history class in the DCU must suck. You study all night and you fall <laughs> and you still fail the test. Cause history was changed overnight. That does suck. Unless your professor remembers. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. I'm going to give you partial credit because I was there too. I lived in that reality. You're just killing, the, the, you just said, you can't rely on your GPA in the, that world. Yeah, no. Like, because that professor's, I give you partial credit. It's not the real answer. No. Um, What history just changed? Right. I didn't have time. I didn't have time to get You didn't even teach that. Right. I, I feel like I did, though. I feel like I did. Uh, and Kev, no, I did. Kevbot 1995, Hot Chip is my favorite chip. <laughs> Exclusively on Comic Pop Returns. Just started paying off a car and will be broke for the next few years, limiting my comic buy. So back issues no, is my a savior. Reference. Uh, that's it. Yes, that's too bad. I reread it. Damn it! I, I took out a word. Oh. I took out old. Oh. I took out the word old. My brain just plucked it out of there, and I was like, oh, that's that's him. Now it's Barbados. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh. Hot Chip is my favorite chips exclusively on Compop Returns. Just started paying off a car and will be broke for the next few years, limiting my comic buys. So back issues is my savior. Internal screaming ensues. Well, good luck, man. Yeah, no, good luck. Keep, Thank you for your you support. Know, even if you're limiting your comic book buying, look for sales for yeah. sure. Um, like look for dollar bins. Look for um, you know, if you're not if you're not worried about like necessarily like, keeping current on all series, like sometimes comic book stores have like trades that are like severely discount like 50 percent off that's that true. kind of thing like always be on the lookout for sales yeah you know that that's a great time to explore some of your cheaper options and find something new that's true so uh let's recommend some comics huh uh obviously yeah. thanks to our special guest i'm recommending daredevil number 31 coming out on wednesday it's the first part of a new arc so i would absolutely check it out mike hawthorne doing pencils it's one of his last books i think he's got two more left uh, so check that out before uh, someone else comes in mm-hmm. to like help Chichetto out. Uh, Beta Ray Bill number four is coming out. Uh, I believe this is the penultimate issue, or maybe it's the yeah, it's the penultimate issue. There's five issues of Beta Ray Bill. Daniel Warren Johnson, he's been on the show and plimped out this book as well. So mm-hmm. check out this series; it's great. Uh, giant size, amazing Spider-Man Chameleon Conspiracy number one. I assume is going to be used as a like tie-in book to wrap up this arc. Uh, so I guess I'll check it out. Who knows? You know, maybe it'll, it'll all culminate in something fun. You know, anything's possible. Infinite Frontier Secret Files number one comes out from Josh Williamson and Brandon Thomas and Dan Walters and Stephanie Phillips with uh, art by Valentin Delandro and Inaki Miranda and Stephen Byrne. It's an 80-page comic. It's an 80-page comic book. So, uh, you know, you got to save your pennies, but it might be kind of important. I feel like it will be. A lot of writers are working on this. Yeah, one. it's a lot of people working on this series. So check out Infinite Frontier Secret Files number one. Oh man. <laughs> uh, Black Widow number one, number eight from Kelly Thompson and Elena Casagrande and Rafael De La Torre is coming out. It's a great series. If you haven't already checked it out, uh, you should. It's fun. Uh, art's fantastic, and it's a cool book. Uh, the first volume will be on back issues in two weeks. 
Uh, so yeah, those are those are my picks for this week. Uh, don't forget also because we had yes. uh, Chip Zdarsky on uh, crossover number seven is coming out, written by Chip Zdarsky yes. with art by uh, Phil Hester. Yeah, yeah, that's Th- awesome. There you go. He just, he stole it. Yep. I was, I was going to constantly change the story about how this worked out. Yeah. In one version, he was tricked. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Factor number ten is coming out. Yep. Um, we kind of wrapped that up a little bit, but there's still a Hellfire Gala tie-in issue. It's not even a tie-in. It's just the next part of it. Yep. Um, the secret. They said this one was going to be important. Okay. I believe because I think this is. Someone, I think it's getting canceled. So. I think someone's going to die. It's not going to cancel. I think it's ending. It's ending. And then it's like something else is coming. That makes sense. Uh, cable number eleven, not Hellfire Gala related, but oh. that's coming out. Uh, so if you have been on the cable train or you just want more X Men, you can grab that there. Journal number five. I feel like this has been a while since this came out. It has. Okay. It I feels felt like, like it. it but yeah. I, I couldn't honestly be sure. I was like, I don't know time anymore. Well, I mean, it's Rubik doing art. So like, it give him the time. Bit. It takes a bit for sure. Um, we only find them when they're dead. I love this cover. Yeah. Uh, number seven is coming out. Uh, also a shout out to Black Knight. Curse of the Ebony Blade number four. I'm just enjoying it. Yep. I'm going to check that out. I'm also you... going to pick up Shang-Chi number two. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick up the second one. Why I'm, not? I'm going to check that out. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, that's it. Just uh, I didn't want you to forget that was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Arrow's 80th anniversary is also coming out. If you love Green Arrow, it's going to be a celebration of his book. It's going to be like probably it's a 100 page spectacular. It's 100 pages. Oh, excuse me. It's a 100 page super spectacular. Oh, a super spectacular. It's not a regular more spectacular. More spectacular than your regular spectacular. Yeah, it, it is more super than the last spectacular that you might have been a part of or not. I don't know. Uh-huh. You, you tell me if you were a part of it. Um, I, I picked up the marvel previews book i haven't had a chance to look at it oh good but i saw a preview in there for Darkhold coming out in the future with oh no Dr. Doom. i was like oh <laughs> cool so i'm looking forward to kind of leafing through that yeah. one at some point um it's so- also pimping out uh inferno. inferno inferno oh no inferno <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying inferno until uh-huh. i find something else i want to recommend because i didn't get a chance to look through these and i'm good okay that's how it all ends i just when you hear me just rambling, it's mm-hmm. because I'm coming to the end of the list. And there you I'm, have it. I'm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> B Black says, totally off topic. I was curious if you and Tiffany have a meet cute. My wife said no the first time I asked her out. Ho- lol, hope your trip <laughs> was nice. Welcome back. Thank you for digging, uh, for helping us out. Uh, and uh, of course, for wishing us well on our trip. We took a trip about a week ago and it was a lot we of fun. We did. We had a great time. We did. We had a great time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. We'll talk about it one day. Yeah. We've talked about it before. But, you know, if you watch any of the old streams you'll find it but like we'll, we'll get into it later on the, the no thing made me think of something specific from that meeting oh yeah <laughs> uh girk pectus says what do you think of the new suicide squad trailer i hate the horrible comedy i hope they're saving the good jokes of the movie i haven't seen it yet uh, i have an eye there but that doesn't give me hope what you just said yeah no no but i mean it's it's james gunn so i think it'll be fine yeah no question no question about that you can't give all the jokes away no exactly right you gotta you gotta save them uh the great council great show guys if you like indie books check out isadora and immortal chains on kickstarter okay i was like hey yes what company is that right that's that's how my brain functions that's fair uh and yeah that's it so we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us we're really really thankful that you've been here and supporting us and being you know helping us out by subscribing to the channel watching these videos giving us thumbs up and of course if you are a super chatter a special thank you to you for sponsoring today's episode if you want more uh follow us on twitch.tv slash comic pop watch tiffany play video games subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop to get us to 100,000 k and of course visit us at patreon.com slash comic pop for behind the scenes and early access when i can get that done i literally just edited 
Black Widow, which comes out in two weeks, but I don't have this week's episode cut, so I got to go do that in the next uh, two days so that it is out on time for like 1 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time for Wednesdays. Uh, I want to give a also special thank you to Chip Zdarsky for coming on today's episode and make it extra hot. Uh, we're very, very thankful to you for being here and for uh, supporting us in, 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 yeah, you know, in this, your, in this like kindness. double length episode that's right it's a it's a super special episode of uh off the rack we're gonna keep it a little trimmer next time i'm sure uh but yeah otherwise yeah. i'm only gonna all. read one book then yeah that's how i'll get through that's it. how we'll get through it yeah and i'll fire through a few <laughs> but uh, thank you all so much and we'll see you guys next time with another episode of off the rack uh of course on friday we'll see a new episode of elseworlds exchange and uh black widow comes out the following week so i think the new episode of good the bad and the ugly will come out in a couple in a day or two okay because uh, i have that done and uh, nice. that'll be coming out that's nice. uh yeah kind of like a trojan horse obscure teams plus the winter guard kind of thing i forgot about that one i totally yeah. did i know i really wish we could almost cut back to chip i know right time. yeah just no sure where he's like hey <laughs> if we do he will moon us i don't think that's such a good idea oh, okay you know you're probably right <laughs> he's like watching he's like oh <laughs> No, he's no, not. no, he's not. No, he but, went and did things. Yeah, he's busy. He's he's, he's being, very busy. He's being warm. That's right. He's too busy that being is a full time job. It is. Yeah, <laughs> especially if it's like, I don't know, however hot his Celsius is. It's like it's like 40 degrees. It's practically sweltering. I think it is 40. I think that's the idea. It's 100. I don't know anything about that at all. I don't know anything about most things. That's that's me. All right. Thanks a lot for watching. So long, everybody. Bye.